Bananawazer is filmed in front of a live studio audience. Hey, buddy, what's up? Hey, man, just setting stuff up in here. Wow, dude, that shag rug is amazing. It's going to look like a real 70s pad in here. Yeah, fucking far out. Have a lot of stuff in that box? Actually, yes. Uh, let's see. Got some lava lamps. Uh, got an, an afghan. Some mushroom coasters. Uh, some, uh, mushrooms. Uh, well, maybe Alex will take some with you. I don't know, dude. I have a lot of 70 stuff in the back. Can you grab some and give me a hand? Yeah, sure. Sounds good. Speaking of Alex, where the fuck is he? I think he should be here any minute. He says he's bringing some more 70 shit. I think he waited till the last minute to watch the movie, too. What? Huh. That's not like him. Oh, well, maybe he was busy. Well, let me go check out what you got back there. Hey, guys. Sorry it took so long. No problem, man. Did you get some cool stuff and watch the movie? Yep, here's the box. I've got uh, one of those trippy drip candles, some uh, groovy throw pillows, I've even got a disco shower curtain. Uh, hey, listen, man, are we really going to have to watch a bunch of these Desario Sargento movies? Dude, shh, shut up. Don't let Dave hear you. You know he loves that guy, but seriously, don't worry about it. Thank God Argento didn't make a movie for each year, otherwise he'd want to do it like every other show. Fair enough, man. We should at least get our share of choices a little bit. What the fuck is he doing back there, anyway? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Oh, shit! (laughs) Well, guess who found the roller skates? Mademoiselle, if you're nasty, and with me, as always, is Dave Z. What the fuck is up, Dave Z? Hey, yo. You're either with us or you're against us. Hmm. Glad I'm with you. And three is the magic number, so also we got Alex Edwards. What's up, dude? <laughs> ah, this fucking guy. All right. So, guys. He's real happy. He's real yeah. happy to be here. <laughs> So glad we got him aboard. You know, we thought, surely, if we just bring this guy in, our numbers will skyrocket. But he's really taking a back seat. Huh. (laughs) Jesus. Uh, So, yeah, guys, welcome to episode 35 of Banana Laser. Yeah. So, guys, we got a jam-packed episode. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're starting our rolling through the 70s 
with Dario Gento's Bird with the Crystal Plumage. Uh, we got a great fun game that we're going to knock out later and all kinds of other shit. So, uh, but before we do that, guys, I, I just got to ask you, how was your purge? Or wait, did you guys purge this year? I'll tell you what, my list is short, but basically if your name starts with an M, your last name starts with an M and ends oh, with a Y, whew, thank God. <laughs> be careful. Yeah, be careful. <laughs> oh, <laughs> That's man. all I got to say. Well, my actual name is Mazzelli, so... <laughs> Mazzelli with a Y? Yeah. What, are you fucking Russian or something? Uh... You're, you're not Italian. Italian would be an I, you know? Oh, yeah. That's right. Never mind. I'm cutting this out. Fonzarelli. Uh... <laughs> Right? That's Alex. <laughs> Alex Fonzarelli. <laughs> hey. 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 <laughs> wait, like wait, 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 wait. Like that kid. What's his know. name, Alex? <laughs> oh, uh, Greaser Greg. Hey, Greaser hey. Greg. The most Stick famous garbage pail kid. Yeah. Yeah. Chicks <laughs> is chicks, and I know my chicks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that guy's gotten a lot of chicks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yep. v- Vicky Vomit or whatever her name is, you probably got with her. <laughs> Valerie. Yeah, Vicky. He's been plugging her for a while. Uh, uh, so, Dave, wait a minute. You, you're you're thinking about purging? Well, a fucking again, and I hate to fucking. Here, this is you know, it's kind of crazy because it, it all took place literally a few hours ago, and, and no bullshit. We knew we were recording today. This was the plan, you know. Going back to last show, Alex said, "Hey, listen." Why not re-refriend this Montgomery character? Because Alex said, "Hey, he's fucking gold. It's comedy gold." And I said, "You know what? I think I will." So it turns out, Alex, you were right. Welcome to Banana Lasers Montgomery Minute. I can't get rid of this asshole. Yes, this guy's gold. The plot thickens, so this yes. is what I did. I went back, and it's real funny because everything was dormant, and it's been like a week or two since I refriended him. Everything's been cool. Well, not cool, but it hasn't really gotten a little... <laughs> Definitely not cool. It's been civil. No. I wouldn't call it cool. Well, yeah. It's Bonds not, would not, not call cool. it cool. No. <laughs> <laughs> so I went out after the last show, and I said, okay, this is comedy gold. As Alex says, I think he might be onto something. Let me find out how to unblock somebody on Facebook. So I did. <laughs> So I unblocked somebody, and I and I found Montgomery. I just said, "Hey," uh, and I said, "You're not still mad?" So here's the deal: I wanted to see my old messages because Alex said you should see them before when I was reading them to you guys. They were just screen caps. They were just pictures I took of the conversations because I knew it would be funny. So I saved them, you know. So now I wanted to see the old messages to see everything that happened. And I was going to maybe talk about what I saw in the old ones for for laughs, but everything that's happened has been. That's old material. I don't even have to use it. Basically, I, I friended him again. I said, hey, uh, you know, you're not still mad, are you, bro? Those are my words. <laughs> and he says, at you? I said, yes, at me. He's like, I barely know you. And I said, I, I agree, but you were pretty pissed before. That's all. It's already you know? good. <laughs> right? <laughs> then he goes, I'm always pissed I'm Irish. I said, okay. <laughs> so, hold on. Then he gives a couple thumbs up. And then he says, I have other... Movie themed groups. Right away, he fucking starts it. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes, I have lots of horror. Then I respond, I think I'm in most of them now, actually. <laughs> so, then what do you think the first thing he says is he goes, Were you in my Carolyn Monroe oh or Adrian Barbone? <laughs> I can't make this shit up. 
This is what he says. <laughs> then I said, I think so, but I pulled out. Am I really into them? I just want to be in groups that I'm interested in. And then he says, this is this is cool here. <laughs> hmm, okay. But they they are two old school scream queens. <laughs> oh, are them. they? <laughs> well, he's trying to sell them to me, you know? And I said, listen, I know exactly who they are. I'm just not into them all that much. I still belong to the Quigley group, the Linea Quigley group. So, you know. That's okay. bad enough, isn't it? <laughs> well, okay, I, see, I like Linea Quigley. That's fine. I'm okay. That's an, I'm a fair guy. I, I like Linea Quigley. So I don't give a fuck too much about Carol Monroe and Adrian Barbeau's okay, but I don't feel the need to belong to a group. You know? It's just whatever. So, you know, I get a couple thumbs up. He says, tell your friends to join. And then, <laughs> then I said, I've mentioned these groups to my friends before. Believe me. <laughs> so now, now, after that, here's what happens. He, and you guys know this because I started sending you guys texts. He fucking immediately adds Ugh. me, and I put them on the group page, to a, a, a completely, you know, ludicrous, ridiculous amount of fucking group pages. I mean, you guys saw him. What would you say? How many fucking pages do you think he added me to? 20. Without exaggerating. 20? Yeah, I think so. 15, 20, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, it's it's much more than that. <laughs> <laughs> the well is deep, my friends. Very Listen, deep. Listen, dude. Dude. Kane Hodder, The Wild Bunch, Child's Play, Final Destination, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. You know, who the fuck is Mary Elizabeth Winstead? You guys know? Yes. Okay. Yeah. You do? Okay, mm-hmm. well, he, I, I, well, that's one. Charisma Carpenter, fucking yada, 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 What in the Blue Hell, Martin Cole, Kristen Klee, Planet of the Apes, The Fang Bang. The Fang <laughs> Coffee... Bang? <laughs> oh, wait a minute. That one Sorry. eluded me. Wait a second. The I Fang might want to join that one. Hold on. The Fang <laughs> what about the What about the John Franklin group? <laughs> Love Bites. <laughs> or Courtney Gaines. <laughs> Coffee Break. Coffee Break. That's fucking what's her name? Pam Coffee or the fuck's her name? <laughs> Linda Carter, Michael Berryman, Linda Cardellian, A Rose by Any Other Name, Seductive Siren, Michael Perry, Die Hard, Kill Rambo, David Hess, Linda Carter, Ellie Cornell, Phantasm, Michael Berryman, oh I said, Pamela Susan Shoup, Nancy Loomis, TV Trash Pile, <laughs> Leather Susan Shoup was the girl okay. in Halloween 2. Really? Yeah. Who got naked, oh I God. think. Jesus. Yeah. She so anyway, a, I, I, who the fuck would even think of her that deep? <laughs> Apparently, I talk about her all day. <laughs> I think if he meets somebody at a con, he automatically, and we'll get into that when you. I think he needs to meet a woman. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, he adds me to all them, and me, I stay in a couple. I really do. I honestly play it straight. I leave the ones that I have no interest in. I stayed in the fucking phantasm one. I stayed in the Child's Play one. I stayed in, you know, a handful of them. But I dropped out of the Andy Barkley one? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what's that actor's name? He's got one. Andy. Andy. (laughs) Holy shit, man. So anyway, I lead those groups. Now, let me flash back. This is an old message. One day right after all this shit went down originally, back in May, he says, hey, Dave, are you a WWE or TNA fan? Oh, shit. Now, anyone that knows me knows I like wrestling. Well, <laughs> I said no. I said no. I'm not <laughs> Obviously. I had already learned from one. No. Fuck. I hate wrestling. You know? That's a whole other can of worms out. right there. Right. Oh, so I didn't and, say and dude, shit. It's bad enough you're in the Jameson Newlander group. <laughs> <laughs> Who? 
<laughs> the Jameson group? Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. very good. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, one day he says something after a pay-per-view. Cena won the title, and he said something about it. I said, well, it was the wise choice. I My dumbass commented on fucking a wrestling thread that he put in one of his groups. What do you think happens a minute later? <laughs> he called you out. <laughs> I thought you hated wrestling. <laughs> he didn't call me out. He just added me to all these wrestling groups. Oh, he saw the comment and just went nuts. Really? Yep. Oh, oh a wrestling God. fan. <gasps> Dude. So, yeah. So, I, I, I walked out of those and I walked out of the other ones. And he still didn't get mad. I'm like, okay, I'm waiting for something to happen. Nothing happens. This morning at 11 in the morning, he added me to fuck. You know what? Who's that guy that just died? That fucking actor that was from uh, some big movie. He died a week or two ago. Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah, I know who you mean. Okay. I don't know who, who was he. Who was he? From action movies? Mad Max? Not Mad Max. What the fuck? Who the fuck was he? Well, some major guy just died like a week or, or two weeks ago. An actor that was in action flicks. I don't know. And everyone was talking about it. Right away, he fucking had a group, and he added me to that group. <laughs> I didn't give a fuck about this actor, you know? So I left it. So, you know, I left these groups, and everything was fine. This morning, he added me to some fucking group. Jeez, I, I, I wish I could look at the, uh, see which one it was. But it was this morning, he added me to some group, and I had no, no interest in the fucking group. So as soon as he added me, I left the fucking thing, you know, whatever. And then I said, don't add me again. There's something you can click when you leave a group. It says, you cannot be added again to, to this group, all right? Mm. So I left it, and everything was fine. Now... <laughs> All of a sudden, I get a message from him, and it says, nice, dot, dot, dot. And I'm like, okay, what's up, man? And he says, same day, new group, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> and of course, I'm like, what? I said, <laughs> I go, same day, new group? What does that mean? And he goes, the group you already left. <laughs> All right. Oh, it was a versus group. Okay, it was something versus something or other. It was like a, basically a group where they talk about different versus scenarios. And you guys know how I feel about that. And mm-hmm. I explained it to him. I said, okay. I said, oh, yeah. Like I've told you several times before, horror only, please. <laughs> then he says, this group is all genres. Michael Myers versus the Emperor from Jedi. He said, <laughs> uh, what a loser. Uh, the Empire win. Or, yeah, the Emperor's going to win. Come on. <laughs> yeah right okay so then I said a few things I don't like the versus scenarios unless it's an obscure horror characters that we do on our show why must I have to keep answering to you don't take it so seriously man this is what I said because my group it's enough said so anyway then I go okay that's fine do what you want yada yada fucking if it's not horror related please leave me out of it and then I wait, said wait wait Matt real quick so who, who was it Dark Vader versus Michael Myers no Michael Myers versus the Emperor the Emperor yeah uh, well, if the Emperor doesn't have a red buck, I don't think he stands a chance. <laughs> <laughs> That's been proven to be the only thing that will take Michael down. This okay, is true. I'm sorry. Very obscure. I will use Good this old bucket, Mr. Myers. <laughs> Fuck. So, yeah, so I said, oh, listen, God. bottom line, please, please no more groups then. And he goes, I can't guarantee it, but I'll keep it in mind. When the idea comes <laughs> to me, I jump on it. That's what he says. <laughs> so now Jeez. I'm being cool. Jesus Christ. I'm like, dude, I go, listen, you could always unfriend me as a precaution. It would be understandable. I said, remember, I have not added you to any of my groups. And he's like, feel free to add me. And then I say, well, it's a podcast, it's a podcast and this and that. And he goes, well, that's kind of Greek to me. 
And I said something about the other general group I'm in and I go, whatever. And he goes, Hey, he goes, you're welcome to plug my groups on your podcasts, et cetera. <laughs> All right. And we're doing it now, baby. Well, and I told him, I said, actually that ship has sailed. I have mentioned some of your groups. If you can believe that. <laughs> <laughs> then I said, Hey, you want to be a guest on the show? <laughs> you can come on, but don't plug the page since I already am. Oh, I could just say, this is the guy that added me to all those groups. I mentioned. <laughs> I knew he was never going to go for it. I just wanted to see where oh. it took me. Then he's like, yeah, I wouldn't know how to do it. And um, is interview via Walk. email a viable option? Interview via email. That's what, what? he says. So, oh, this is great. We should just uh, compile a list of questions and email <laughs> them to him. And then have him send back the answers, dude. Okay. We Stay tuned, guys. This is a plug for the next episode. Awesome. Yeah, this right. is Yes. Now, this is when it gets really interesting because he says, I tell him, I said, listen, think of this as a peace offering. All I ask in return is not to be added to any more groups. That's what I told him. And I get a thumbs up. He's thumbs up happy. So anyway, I said, listen, you can send us an email. It's bananalaser at gmail.com. We're recording today, so get one in. Okay? Now, a minute later, out of nowhere, and I fucking shit you not, this is what he messages me. But I'm going to read this to you fucking verbatim. <laughs> Did you cry when Apollo died in Rocky IV? <laughs> <laughs> oh, How did he know? I'm not making this up. So then I said, listen. I said, well, I was a kid, so maybe. Then I said, I what definitely cried. What he stood cried for when... or what he died for. <laughs> what he died for. <laughs> I said, listen, I definitely cried when Mickey died in part three. That's what I told you. always did things the way you wanted. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. And I go, listen, I'm a big fan of Rocky, but don't need to be in any Rocky groups to prove it. Right? (laughs) And then he says, now he goes, beating Apollo was sufficient. Didn't need to kill him. That's my way of paying tribute to them, he tells me. So now, this is what's funny. If you guys remember last week, it actually actually came up. And this is what I thought. I said, listen, that's fine by me. It's just not my cup of tea. It's funny you should mention that movie. I was just saying on our last show that Apollo deserved to die because he wore himself out <laughs> dancing around with James Brown before the fight, I told him. Yeah. Maybe listen. <laughs> right? I know. Could you imagine? Wow. Never thought about that. If he died, I don't think he'd be my friend. <laughs> you think? If he listened to the last yeah. show, he still want to be my friend? I doubt it. <laughs> but uh, he's like, well, maybe. you know. And I said, <laughs> you should have been more serious about the fight. So we talk about that for a minute or two, you know? I'm not going to get into every fucking thing. And then he goes, uh, I go, do you have a Rocky page? No, I have a Stallone, and I have an Apollo and Carl Weathers pages. Then I go, listen, I go, how many pages do you have? You know? He has to have Carl Weathers because you have Action to have that. Uh, Jackson. Action Jackson. I'm like, how many pages do you have? He's like, I never counted. Each of my celeb page covers their entire career. I'm like, okay. I go, wow, it's probably hundreds. You know, I go, does Facebook set any limits? he's like limits yes but i myself haven't gotten there yet then he says i emailed you then i go well i didn't get an email and then i talked to him and he goes we didn't get a fucking email so now i told him the email now what happens matt i mean we get an email oh yeah well, yeah we got an email and this is the li- first one it literally <laughs> says this hey dave it's scott guy with x amount of groups that's it <laughs> nothing else like oh great email that's great <laughs> Right? So now, David Scott guy, 
Then, then he says, he goes, D-, he even says it to me. David Scott guy with all the groups is the email in a nutshell. That's what he said, says to me. So he mm. was, it wasn't a nutshell. It was fucking word for word. So now, <laughs> I said, listen, I said, tell us the reason you have so many groups and what it's all about. Let your story be heard. Maybe our listeners will friend you on Facebook. You can add them to the groups. It's a good opportunity for you to spread the word. Then he says, my reasoning is to honor the celebs I've met and admired for so many years and to turn on new fans as well. I said, listen, send an email again. Redo it so it sounds professional and attract people to the message. <laughs> Couldn't hurt, right? <laughs> and then I said, if you're afraid to send it, it's okay. You can tell me I understand. <laughs> and then he's like, "You do you want a quick hello or a more detailed email? Oh, <laughs> I say details, man. Those are my words. And then he's like, send another email. Thanks, I'll give it a read. Now the email number two comes in. Now what's that one say? <laughs> oh, oh, it's way more detailed and very professional. Get a load of this. Uh, <laughs> my reasoning for having so many individual movie groups is to pay my respects to the movie celebs I've met and have admired for many years. I love movies. They are my passion. Wow! <laughs> That's so much more information than what he already told you. It's great. Right. Wow, wow, it's fucking blowing my mind. <laughs> so then you know. <laughs> so I said, he listen, we read the emails. and 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 if. <laughs> wow. Amazing. Wonderful. Oh, shit. So I said, listen, we read emails from listeners on the air sometimes. Some get cut and some don't. So maybe yours will make the show. Maybe it won't. All right? And then the uh, Time goes on. Out of nowhere, now I'm driving. I, I, I remember when this happened. I'm at the gas station. I just, I, I happened to check my phone. I saw a fucking message. Out of nowhere, he sends me this message. If memory serves, I think I saw Halloween 2 before I saw Halloween back in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, huh? With a question mark. This is where he goes on in Dave's spare time. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Then he repeats it. I saw Halloween too before I saw Halloween, at least if I remember correctly. Great. Said, Were we talking said, yeah. about that? <laughs> I said, oh, okay. And then he gives me a thumbs up. <laughs> then I say, listen, and there's a reason I said this, because I don't want him to listen to the show. But I said, I said, and who's going to read them? I mean, we just read them, but you know what I mean. <laughs> I said, those emails, <laughs> they're too short to read on the air, but I'll mention your name and tell the listeners. And I'm going to tell the listeners now, anybody listening, if you want to be added to a bunch of groups, find Scott Montgomery. Mm-hmm. And then I told him I would do that. In exchange, please don't add me anymore. And that's what I told him. Thumbs up, he says. Thumbs then he up. says, what details are you looking for? And I said, just more along the lines of a prepared statement about, <laughs> about who you are, who you are and what you're trying to accomplish. Right? How many so years now... you've been you've been a virgin? <laughs> well, now he sends me, instead he... of sending an email, he sends me this. In the message. Oh, me? I'm Scott Montgomery. And it's from... <laughs> what? what? Did he forget who he's talking to? <laughs> I'm Scott Montgomery, and I'm trying to introduce new fans to the movies. I love, and the actors I love, such as Clint Eastwood, Sidney Poitier, Carol Monroe, Barbara Steele, <laughs> Sid Haig, Bruce Campbell, JLC, Pam Greer, etc., and have them what about show C H Pounder. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's um, probably got a group for her too. And then he just says that, and I said, "Listen, that's okay. I'll mention our conversation, which I'm doing. I'm a man of my word, and tell them if they're interested to find you or friend you. 
Maybe they won't mind being added to all the groups. Then we'll be even. That's what I told him. <laughs> he gave me a thumbs up. Jesus. Then, shoe. then he sent me one more email, right? Oh, great. You know what it says? What does it say, uh, Matt? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the last email. It's great. Uh, riveting, even. It's, it's one <laughs> sentence, and it says, Hope you get this. I don't think any of us fucking get it. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so that's that. Um, now, way back in the day, I'm looking at the old messages, and I at the time, I don't realize what's happening, because out of nowhere, one day, he's getting pissed off, I don't realize it. Because I'm leaving, at the time, he put me in a bunch, this is back in May at first, and I'm leaving now, you know, a couple a day, whatever. One day, he just fucking says, hey, Okay, and my response was, "Yo," <laughs> and I'm not shitting you. Man. That's what he said. He said, "Hey," I thought he was just saying hi. You know, I'm like, "Yo," right? Then, then he says, "Yeah," I'm like, "Okay." Now, about a week later, once again in capital what? letters this time, "Hey," <laughs> so now I say, "What's up?" And he says, just wondering why you keep leaving groups. <laughs> Dude, I fucking told you. Oh, my God. Wow. This is classic. Because you got to remember, Dave is one guy. He must do this to hundreds a week. Like, does he email every – has he remember them all? Right. How does he keep track of who he adds and then, then he goes Please. and search? Yeah. Oh, man, that must be painstaking. Jesus. Wow. This guy right? must not have a job. Clearly not. <laughs> No, he wow. does have a job. He does. He's a, uh, what is he? A Was he sort glass? <laughs> I sort glass. That's my job. I learned the he job well. He works at Jimmy John's. Now actually. I know it by heart. <laughs> he's, a, he's a dishwasher at Jimmy John's. <laughs> no, actually, he's a dishwasher prep at PJ Wellahan's. Whatever the fuck that is. Hmm. So he has, a, yeah, he has that. Yeah, he's in a Oh, guess where he's from? Alex, you might know him. He lives in Medford, New Jersey. You know where that is? Thank God I don't know. Okay. How about Tom's River? Tom's River, New Jersey? Uh, yeah, unfortunately, half my family lives there. Why? Oh, shit. That's where he's from. He's from there originally. Wow. Maybe he's your fucking relative. Oh, shit. <laughs> and here he is. We have him on the show. He's your cousin, <laughs> Scott Montgomery. This oh. is your life. Alex in a pool. <laughs> In a cruel twist of fate. That would be <laughs> Alex is really fucking his awesome. His father. This is your life. Uh, that would be awesome, man. Yeah, that would be awesome. So I guess that's all we got for for, for Montgomery for a while. But Whew, I feel enough. better until we interview him next next episode. Man. Yes, email interview. You're right. I'm going to start sending him messages. Well, maybe we'll get him on. It'll be our first interview. The man of a thousand groups. You know. Do it. Yeah, the the man of a Did anybody ever groups, ask you to yeah. stop wasting your time? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you ever masturbate to your groups? All, <laughs> are all your what friends inside the computer? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's in a relationship. I'll tell you that, too. Get the fuck out of here. What? Well, he, claimed, he claims uh, to be. What can I say? I'm just reading his book. Is it linked to another profile? No. no. Of course not. Yeah, of course. No. Hmm. Yeah, I well, hear you. <laughs> I'm just telling you what it said. Look out, Montgomery. You might get purged. If you're listening, stay, <sighs> stay safe on purge night. 
Do you yeah. keep mentioning this because you watched the new Purge? No, I was just thinking about it today. Uh, but what I did watch was my Blu-ray copy. I just got a Sleepaway Camp. Oh yeah, have you guys watched that this year? Mm-hmm. Uh, two times, right? Yes. Two times, yeah, yeah. Yep. I'll tell you what. I watched it, and I watched one and two and three in a matter of uh, two days. So nice. I watched two Jesus. last night. Yep. Nice. Uh, I had a little weekend party. My uh, future best man. Well, you know, I don't know if you say future or whatever, but my best man <laughs> for my future wedding. He came over, and we all hmm. sat down and watched uh, Sleepaway Camp Two. Now here's the deal: Sleepaway Two and Three. I myself, I didn't see them until the what do you call it came out until the um, which the what the fuck's that thing called the uh, emergency kit the, uh, what the fuck's that the thing emergency called? Uh, first aid kit thing whatever the yeah, shape like a first set. aid kit the bo- it's a box whatever set, right? yeah. okay it, well I'll, I'll I'll go one further this is actually strange in that it was me that this happened to but in, in the initial run in the eighties I never saw I never watched Sleepaway Camp. I never wanted to. It was there to be rented. Then part two came out on VHS, and there it was. And of all the turnoffs, the cover of it, with Angela there, there's a Freddy fucking glove and a Jason mask. You know, back then, anytime somebody mentioned Freddy or Jason and it wasn't in one of those movies, you had to know it was a piece of shit. I'm like, why would, you know, you don't compare yourself to those because you guys know what I'm saying, right? I don't have oh, to absolutely. It was like an yeah. eye roller. So then I saw that, I'm like, ah, fuck this series. Uh, that, that's ridiculous. So I never watched it. Now, uh, in, in like the 2000s, I had heard about Sleepaway Camp with the internet. Some people were talking about it. I'm like, oh, maybe this movie was actually okay. And shortly after that, I saw it at Best Buy. That's when the fucking, that box set came out. So I, I bought it. I blind bought the thing. And then, you know, then I became a, a fan. But it's just weird that cause there wasn't too many movies that I skipped in the 80s you know intentionally and and part one was one of them it's that's fucked up you know i liked part two more than i liked part one when i first watched them i um i i wasn't into part one it seemed too kiddie for me in the murders they weren't really gory at all and i i remember the first thing i said was i i there was a girl i was dating at the time and she had seen them and i told i said this is like watching fucking meatballs with murders that was my phrase. <laughs> that Meat should balls. be the tagline. Meatballs <laughs> with murders. <laughs> now, in retrospect, nowadays, I definitely appreciate the first one more. And two and three are just what they are. Uh, but no, at first, I just wasn't into it. They just didn't seem like there was no, there was no real gore in part one and everything. It just really didn't resonate with me. Now, now I enjoy the dialogue much more. I enjoy the whole movie as a whole for what it is now. So it's mm-hmm. changed. But Alex, um. This is fucked up. I was listening to the Skeleton Crew retrospect of the Sleepaway Camp a few weeks ago. What's that? And um, what's that? What is it? Boy, <laughs> so what's was. that? The Skeleton Crew? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's kind of shitty. I mean, it's a defunct show, really. But uh... <laughs> mm-hmm. A couple fanboys. <laughs> yeah. Who listens so, uh, to that shit? <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember. Well, of course you remember. When we did The Shining... We had um, the emails from different listeners. Well, right. Tony T said, and he asked us, he said, decide which is the worst death, the boiling water in part one of Sleepaway Camp mm-hmm. or the girl being drowned in shit and slugs in part two. Okay? Yep. Well, this is what's really strange, Alex, and uh, another one of them fucking crazy coincidences. But I don't know if you realize you said this, but you, you probably would have brought it up if you did. 
But I was listening to uh, the retrospective, and you said when you were watching part two, or when you were reviewing part two, you said there there are two kills in this entire franchise that make me cringe. And you go, and you said the one is this one with the leeches and the girl, and the other one is the boiling water on the guy in part one. Holy shit! Yeah, of all the two to pick, yeah, you mentioned him, and he fucking brought him up on our show with you there. Wow. Yeah, man. That is weird, man. <laughs> I want to know what Matt thinks of Sleepaway because we never really heard him. Yeah, you're right. Evaluate. What do you think? Right. Uh, oh, I I enjoy them. Yeah, I, I'm like almost the exact same way. I saw the first two as a kid, and I enjoyed the first one, but I I had more fun with the second one. Just like Dave said, mm-hmm. it, you know, the first one wasn't heavy on the gore. It's, it seems more slow and and stuff like that. Nowadays, I definitely appreciate the first one. You know, the the first one always stuck in the back of my mind for the crazy ass ending. You know, and <clears throat> but yeah, I saw the first two as a kid, and I still love them to this day. I I enjoy the hell out of them. I don't own uh, the two or three on anything. I wish they were on Blu-ray. Uh, I would like to own yeah. them, but yeah, I don't don't have my. I think they're still on Netflix. I think that's where I watch nah, them most. Believe really? it or not, check this out. <laughs> They took them down almost the day summer started. <laughs> oh, shit. I was... <laughs> fuck. Well, yeah. I got no way of watching them, then. Fuck it. I'll send them to you. I got them. Yeah, I'll hook them. I'll hook you up, buddy. Yeah, I watched them the other send day. Me, so send I me a cassette of the audio. <laughs> I'll, just I'll send you a so... cassette of The Survivor. How's that? <laughs> now, that I have never seen. I've never seen that. I've never seen Oof, part four. So... You don't I'm want sorry, to, yeah. I'll tell you that. Uh, it's so funny, you just said send me an audio cassette. At work today, <laughs> I was playing part two while on my computer while with headphones on, just listening to the commentary. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that I haven't yeah. done. That, should, that I would like to do that. Yeah. yeah, I can't waste real... I don't know about you guys, but can you... I guess you can, because not many people have the luxury of working at a computer, I guess. But I mm-hmm. don't waste my real life... Um, watching movies with commentary, I always either rip the MP3 and put it in in my iPhone, and, and when I'm at the gym or whatever, I'll I'll play it or something, or else I'll play it at work and while I'm doing work stuff, and it's hmm. just playing. I would never actually spend real time. What do you What do you guys do? Do you actually I, watch the movie with that? Not so much recently. Uh, it's hard to do it when you live with someone who's not doesn't want to sit there and. And quote unquote, watch it, you know, with a commentary. It's kind mm-hmm. of a nerd thing. And, uh, but anytime I'm alone and I do it, I end up doing other shit, you know, and I just <laughs> have it on in the background. I never actually watch the movie, you know, I'll exactly. just look up every once in a while and I'll be working on something else. Yep. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't do it much, but when I do it, uh, I do it alone always because, you know, like, like Matt said, <laughs> wait, know, nobody... we're talking about listening to commentaries, right? Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> yes, that, that too. Yes. <laughs> listening to commentaries. I've only done it probably a dozen times, but it's all always for movies that I'm really into or I really want to hear the commentary. So I, I will be focused on that when I'm watching it, but it hasn't happened as much as I'd like it to, but I like your idea, Alex. That That's a good idea to, mm-hmm. to listen in the car with the MP3 somehow. I just fuck it. Yeah. I've never, I should learn how to do that and start doing that when I run out of fucking podcasts to listen to or something. Yep. It's yeah, amazing. That's a, Perfect. That's a good idea. Yeah. Shit. I'm down. Good, good call. Teach me how to do it and I'll be doing it. Another banana laser. Good call. <laughs> <laughs> DVD ripper. DVD. I think it's 
M-A-G-I-X DVD rippers. Go on there and download the ripper. You could rip the MP3s of your favorite DVD and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Download the ripper. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Starring oh, Malcolm wearing... McDowell as the ripper. <laughs> um, all right, so nice. I think that's enough bullshit. Let's get on with the episode, guys. <laughs> bam, 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 bam. by strange noises in the middle of the night? Do you experience feelings of dread in your basement or attic? Have you or your family ever seen a spook, specter, or ghost? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Pick up the phone and call the professionals. Banana Banana laser. laser. A courteous and efficient staff is on call 24 hours a day to serve all your supernatural elimination needs. Banana Banana Laser. laser. We're We're ready ready to to believe you. Hello and welcome everyone to the first ever Banana Laser Horror Trivia Challenge where two contestants use their smarty smarts to answer questions about the biggest horror franchises in order to win a fabulous prize. I'm your host, Wazell, but let's meet our contestants, shall we? Contestant number one, Dave Z from New York. Dave, tell us a little about yourself. Well, there's not a whole lot to tell. I, uh, I've been a big-time horror movie viewer since the 80s. I'm uh, 40 years old. I've been watching a lot of horror movies since the 80s, since I was old enough to rent them. I live in Buffalo, New York right now. I work at the casino out here. There's not a whole lot to tell. I'm a pretty simple guy. So, Dave, tell me, do you think you're going to win today? Um, I think it's going to be a pretty tight, close game. Um, I don't know. I think it's anybody's game. I really do. That's right. It's anybody's game. Contestant number two is Alex Edwards from New Jersey. Alex, tell all the listeners a little something about yourself. Hey, what's up, everybody? I am uh, the uh, host of the Skeleton Crew, along with my co-hosts, and okay. we've been doing that for two and a half don't years. Talk, so I'm pretty that. well. What? Huh? Uh, uh, yeah, the Something Crew. Who cares? That's great. Um, nice. So, Alex, what do you think is your advantage here today? 
Well, I used to run a Friday 13th message board back in 2004, and it was a pretty big thing. The only problem is Dave was right along with me uh, as a moderator, so that doesn't give me too much of an advantage. And he is the uh, slasher, 80 slasher aficionado, and this is what this is all about. So I'm kind of shit out of luck there, but I have brushed up on enough things, I think, in the last few months that I should be okay, but that doesn't mean that he will not. So I think it'll be, uh, it'll come down to the end here. Down to the wire, let's hope so. Alright guys, so let's go over the rules. The game consists of five rounds. Each round has four questions, alternating between each opponent. Each round becomes increasingly difficult, and as such are worth more points. The topics of the questions are all from the series Friday the 13th, the series Nightmare on Elm Street, and the individual oh. film, yeah, Ooh. and the individual film Freddy vs. <laughs> Jason. If you can answer a question within five seconds, it will be double the points. That's key. If not, the question becomes multiple choice, and standard points will be awarded. Okay, Dave won the coin toss backstage, so he gets to go first. Dave Z, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Yes. yes. All right. Pick a category: Friday Thirteenth, Nightmare on Elm Street, or Freddy vs. Jason. Uh, Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. Here we go. What is the theatrical rating of Friday the 13th? R. That is correct. Does that count as five seconds? That counts, yes. That was one (laughs) second. So, Dave Z, you have ten points. There we go. Excellent. Good job, buddy. All right, and Dave, uh, something I didn't mention was that anytime you get a question correct, you get to pick the category for your opponent. So, right now, you get to choose (laughs) which category Alex has to go with. So, what do you think? Friday 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, or Freddy vs. Jason? Come on, buddy. Meet me halfway. Freddy vs. Jason. I'll be a good sport. I Freddy vs. Jason. I'll give you one. Freddy vs. Yes! Jason. All right. I got go. you. I'll be a good sport. Go ahead. Thank you. I'll give you one, too. In Freddy vs. Jason, who killed Lori's mother? Um, Freddy. Absolutely correct. You were. I'm going to say you were just under the wire, so 10 points awarded to you, sir. Double the points there. Ah. There you go. There you go. There you go. Nice. Now let me ask you this: It's multiple choice. If if you wouldn't have, if you would have kept going, once it gets to multiple choice, then it goes to five points. Correct. Okay. Yes. So cool. it's half the points. So yeah. And even if you guess wrong, you still get the multiple choice afterwards. Does that make sense? Oh really? Oh, that's yeah. Great. Did okay. I not mention that? Okay. Here we go. All right. So like Alex. That. That's fair. <laughs> Alex. You get to choose Dave's category. Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday 13th, or Freddy vs. Jason. You want the easy one now, Dave, or do you want me to give you that Freddy vs. Jason later on? <laughs> Doesn't matter. You make the call. Well, it'll be worth more later, so I'll be a really good sport and give it to you later. So, Nightmare on Elm Street. Okay, Dave. In Wes Craven's new nightmare... <laughs> Jesus oh, Christ. Shit. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> this is fucking stupid. In Wes Craven's new nightmare, who played Wes Craven? Wes Craven. Ding, 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 ding. (laughs) What a terrible, terrible question. But hey, guys, this is round one, okay? These are the easy ones. 
the softballs. So, Dave Z, you get to choose Alex Edwards' category. All right, well, this time I'll give him Nightmare on Elm Street. For the final question of round one. In Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors, who played Kristen? Um, the, the sister of that guy, uh, fuck. And, oh, nope. That's going to be five points, but I'm going to get it anyway. Yep, but. here you go. Is it A, Patricia Arquette? Yeah. B, Heather Langenkamp. C, Amanda <laughs> Weiss. D, Cynthia Nixon. I think it was Cynthia Nixon. Um, <laughs> No, it's the first one. Okay. A. Patricia Arquette Shh. is correct. Five points to Alex Edwards. So at the end of round one, Dave Z has 20 and Alex has 15. That's not fair. You know I'm bad with names, man. <laughs> I've hit and I'm bad. I'm bad with fucking names, too. Not hey. real names, but, but characters' names. This, is, <laughs> this is all totally random. I am not choosing these questions based on who you are or, <laughs> or anything like that. So are you guys ready for round two? Dave Z, you're up, and you get to choose your category since Alex... No, wait. Alex got it right, didn't he? Shit, yeah, he did. Yeah. So, Alex, yeah. What's oh, I this choose this category. Yeah, what is it? You know, I don't want to make this a, a Nightmare on Elm Street game, honestly, so I'm just going <laughs> to give him a Friday 13th. <laughs> right, I really so, don't want to talk good. about Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> All right. I'll give one back to you, too. I'll okay. Be, if, if, if I just I, don't want to talk about right. it. First question of round two, Dave Z. In how many Friday the 13th films... Did Tommy Jarvis make an appearance? Three. That is correct. <laughs> Another right. softball. Jesus Christ. Okay, so that is going to be 20 points for Dave Z. Booyah. And you get to choose Alex's category. All right, I'm going to give you Friday the 13th right back at you. All right, good man. Good luck. Hey. All right, Alex, you actually get a true or false question. Okay, oh. so uh, I guess uh, if you get it right, that'll be double points because I didn't know there were true and false. <laughs> okay, true or false. Elizabeth Catan's hair was dyed red because there were too many blondes on the set of Friday the 13th Part 7, The New Blood. I believe that's true. I think I mentioned that already. That is true. So, boom, boom, boom. Yes. 20 points for Alex. There you go. You guys are you guys are doing a good job, actually. So, all right. Nice. <clears throat> if it wasn't for that Arquette question, you guys would be tied. <laughs> okay, so, yeah. Alex, choose a category for Mr. Dave Z. I'm going to keep this at a nightmare, really, honestly. I'd rather hear about Freddy vs. Jason. Okay, sounds good. All right, Dave Z, your question is, in Freddy vs. Jason... Where did the second climactic battle between Freddy and Jason take place? Crystal Lake. That is correct. Ding, ding, ding. Another 20 points for Dave Z. Wow. Yeah. You guys are doing great. All right. Huh? I don't know where the first one was. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. it was in the dreams. Oh, yeah. yeah. The dreams. Yep, it was in the dreams. Yeah, okay. I, believe, I believe so. All right. All right. That's true. Yeah, the fucking ping pong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, asshole. <laughs> right. Oh, cool. 
Why don't you go find a pig to fuck? All right, <laughs> Dave. Uh, put down that pig well, and pick a category for Alex. Okay. Um. Yes, I'll I'll, I'll go right back at you, and I'll say uh, Freddy versus Jason for you. Freddy versus yeah. Jason. All right. In Freddy versus Jason, who was Lori's first love? Oh, the main guy. Uh, uh, fuck. So, the fuck is his name? The gay, the main guy. I mean, is that enough? Eh, what the nope. fuck is his name? That's not enough. <laughs> yeah, the names are killer on this. Okay, but here God you go. Damn it. You're going to redeem this yourself This one right I actually here. know for some strange reason. Here you go. Name? Here you wait, go. wait, wait. If I can guess his name before you give me the multiple, does that count? Uh, You've already X'd out. <laughs> we have 20 minutes. <laughs> uh... I don't uh, know. I'll say yeah, yes, just say. because it's really hard. Can you guess it? You're not going to guess uh, it. I will. I swear I will. Um, Lori. You, you put and... your phone away. I know, right? <laughs> no, I swear on my life. I'm not cheating. Uh, oh, Will. Get out of here. You looking this shit up. <laughs> yes, that was it. Yes. Oh, you're so stupid. I swear to you Christ. You never should have I fucking did. agreed to that. Yeah, okay. That was your <laughs> one and only time that's going to happen. Right. That was my, uh, what's that called? The help, Lifeline? Help or some shit. Yeah. I'm, Lifeline. I'm, I'm going to have to give two. Dave one later, too. Uh, <clears throat> all right. So, uh, at the end of round two, Dave has 60 points, and Alex has 55. Tight, tight game. And the questions are only going to get harder from here. Round three, the questions are worth 15 points, 30, if you guess them before the multiple choice. So, Alex, pick a category for Mr. Davesy. Friday 13th. Excellent choice. All right. Okay. Oh, surprise! We have a coroner's report. And just so you guys know, uh, this is something where you both can play. And what I'll do is I'll give you a movie and I'll give you the description on how uh, this character dies. And you have to give the character's name. And it's the first one to chime in with the correct answer uh, wins the points. Okay? And just for funsies, we'll make these double points too. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh is right. You guys ready? Okay. Hands on your buzzers. From Friday the 13th, Part 4, The Final Chapter. Hmm. I don't think... It wasn't called Part 4. It was just The Final Chapter, right? Technically, no. It's just Final Chapter. Yeah, it says Part 4 here. All right, so here we go. Descendant was found on doorstep of a rental house where several murders took place. There were lacerations on her body made by glass shards. She was tossed through One of the twins. She was tossed through yeah. a second-story window, landing on Terry. a station wagon. Below. You know their names? She either... Terry. Cro- Tina. Tina is correct. All right. Dave Z. man. 30 points. I thought you were bad with names. 30 points for Dave Z. Terry Jeez. and Tina, though, are twins. Oh, man. I would have never have gotten that. Never. All right. So, Dave, man, you get to choose a category for Alex. I'll, I'll give him Friday the 13th as well. Alex, what did mm. the police... <laughs> <laughs> In Friday 13th 1, what did it say on screen when Alice was... Wa- no, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> gas can. What did the gas tanker say? What <laughs> What type of Jeep was she driving? 
The Johnny uh, Gore. Yeah. <laughs> Killer tree. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yo, 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 That's round five. Um, what did the police bag as evidence at... This is not a... Oh, the po- yeah. the bag bag is a verb. I got you. Yeah. Bag is a verb. Okay. You've had plenty of time to think about it. Oh, what it. did they bag? Okay. Yes. The, what did the police bag as evidence at the start of Friday 13th, the final chapter? Oh, the uh, the axe. Correct. There you go. Yes. 30 points. Excellent. Yeah, I was reading that all fucked up. Um, good job. All right, so Alex, choose category for Dave. Friday 13th. It's neck and neck in this bitch. And bam, we've got another corners report. Oh, man. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's my chance to come back. This is your chance to come back. Okay, so this mm. will be for 30 points. Both of you get to chime in. Whoever chimes in first with the correct answer wins, okay? All right, so this is from Nightmare on Elm Street. What? I thought we picked Friday 13. Nope, it's totally random with these guys. Sorry. It's from Nightmare on Elm Street, okay? Very mm-hmm. few characters. Here we go. Victim appears to have been sliced through the stomach and chest. Tina. <laughs> yep. Nice. <laughs> yeah, you serious? You're yeah. right. Yeah, that's right. Okay, here, I'll, I'll finish reading. I'm not going to win this thing. Uh, sternum was cracked from excessive force. Nine ribs were cracked due to sh- or shattered. Forensic report suggests that the victim was dragged across the bedroom ceiling during See, I would have got that. Slang. Yeah. Well, I mean, shit. One guy was dragged through the bed. One guy was hung. That's pretty much it. Okay, so 30 points for Dave Z. Dave Z. Choose a category for Mr. Alex Edwards. Uh, Friday the 13th. Okay, here we go. He knows I need it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need Come on. <laughs> All right, here we go. Last question of round three. True or false? Friday the 13th producer Sean Cunningham and Nightmare director Wes Craven co-directed the 1971 sex education film Together, titled Together. <laughs> That's the title. Together. <laughs> true or false? Phone fast enough? True or false? Get, put that phone down. I'll say true because it's so random. Correct. Thirty oh points. Boom. All right. So at the okay. end of round three, Dave has one. I want everybody to know. Uh-oh. And Alex has one fifteen. Now I want everybody to know. Don't wait. How is that? What? They've got. I thought I went double points for those corners twice. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Th- they were 30. Yeah, double points is 30. Regular points yeah, is 15 in round three. Yeah, you did. Dave, yeah, has, one, be, Dave has 120. You have 115. He should, be thir- he should be 35 above me right now. No. No, no, no. You guys have been neck and neck this entire time, except for when Alex didn't get uh, double points for not knowing Patricia Arquette. Yeah, but except when I got those two corners of points, I got double points and he got zero points. Yes, double. So I think that would put me further up. He got double and I just got 15 for my right answers. Yeah. No, 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 no. You guys, you guys are thinking about it all wrong. <laughs> you got Dan Chase doing this. Regular points, <laughs> regular points in round 15 or in round three is 15. Right? Right. So double points is 30. So for the corners report, you got 30. I understand that. And I got that, 15. But... 
You did. Right. Why would you get well, fifteen Alex for? No, Alex, you answered without the mo- you answered for double points, so you got thirty points for both oh, of them. Oh, oh, okay. Because if you get it without, yeah, you see that date. If you get it without answering the without hearing the answers, then that's regular wow. points. Oh, so no matter how long, oh, so whoever answered first just gets double, and since I answered within five seconds, I get double, so it's still good. Okay. Yes, correct. Is that everybody's on the same page? Okay. Yep. Makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I don't want you to feel like I'm cheating here. So, Alex, you're you're still only five points behind. It's anybody's yeah, game at this point. Okay. So round four has begun, and they're going to get harder. I hope you guys have answered almost everything correctly. Um, <laughs> Alex, since you got the last question correct. Pick a category for Dave Z. Man, I hate to do this to him, but I'm, I, I, I got to make up those five points, so I got to give him a nightmare question. There you go. There you go. That's okay. Take a shot. Take your shot. Let's see. Dave Z, here's your question. In Nightmare on Elm Street 4, The Dream Master. Oh, come on. <laughs> he hates that one. Okay. Of all fucking movies. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> what did Alice do when she felt Rick die? What did Alice do when she felt Rick die? (laughs) Is there a multiple choice here? There is. (laughs) Do you think you can guess it since I let Alex... (laughs) Don't waste it on this, Dave. You ain't guessing it. Okay. No, you're right. I'm not going to guess it. Okay, so here we go. she felt him die? Yep. (laughs) So now it's worth 20 points as opposed to 40 what did Alice do when she felt Rick die? Is it A, scream, B, ex- <laughs> B explode the classroom window, C, pass out, D, spit blood on her classmates? What the fuck? You I'm want just... those choices again? Who was the guy that got killed? What's his... Okay, in what Nightmare on Street 4, <laughs> what did Alice do when she felt Rick die? A, scream. B, explode the classroom window. C, pass out. D, spit blood on her classmates. Okay, so pass out. Um, She screamed. That is incorrect. That's incorrect. Yes, I'm sorry, but it is... B, explode the classroom window. There's no fucking way I would have gotten that, so I feel you, Dave. Yeah, I that's, feel for him, man. That's the first zero, uh, and Alex is up next, and Alex actually gets to choose his category this time. Good. Yeah, All right. For me. Now, yep. I'm sorry, Dave. I had to do it at least once. I have to get back in this because I yeah. know a lot of people are counting me out, man. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is true. So give me, yeah, give me a Friday, man. Okay, Friday it is. In Friday the 13th, part 8... Jason takes Manhattan. Oh, yes. What was the name of the boat that helped revive Jason? Lazarus. <laughs> oh, that boat. And that is Sorry. incorrect. No, no, it's not nice. fair. I answered before. That, oh, your five seconds is nice. up, so let me go with the multiple choice. Is it A, the Stug, the Stuggets? <laughs> B. Stugats, you mean? Is that what it is? <laughs> what is that? Tony Soprano's boat. Oh, gotcha. That's fucking crazy. They put that in there. 
Stugatz. Hey, that could be it. That could be it. You don't know. Uh, <laughs> it might be the Stugatz. They were in Jersey. Right. Uh, is it B, the Pamela, C, the Cunningham, or D, Lady Drifter? Can you believe I don't know? Stugatz. So it's either Pamela. Pamela, Cunningham, or Lady Drifter. Hmm. I'm going to say that this game went typical on the two other options. And it is just merely Lady Drifter. That is correct. There you yes. go. Yes, that's how you pull. Asshole. That's how you pull ahead. All right. Yep, so yep. you are awarded twenty points for that, and you get to choose the category for Daisy: Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday Thirteenth, or Freddy vs. Jason. Okay, I'm just gonna go halfway on him. I'll give him a Freddy vs. Jason for forty points, according to Freddy. In Freddy vs. Jason, what gave him power? The fear. Correct. I thought it was a scream. <laughs> nope. Fear. Hmm. There you go. That's worth 40 points. Dave Z coming back. And you get to choose a category for Alex. Turnabout's fair play. I'm going to give him Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, great. Here we go. (laughs) Oh, Why, is it real bad? I don't know. We'll see. I'll meet from part two. Unfortunately, no. Here we go. In Nightmare on Elm Street 5, The Dream Child, what did the doctor tell Amanda Kruger she was having? A boy? That is incorrect. What do you mean? Uh, well, here you go. Multiple choice. A breech birth, a miscarriage, a slow birth, a stillborn child. A breech birth, a miscarriage, a slow birth, a stillborn child. Do you know, Dave? No, I don't know. You want the choices Um... again? No, I'm just going to go with Breach or Stillborn. What was the other one? Okay, what was the other one? Miscarriage, Slow Birth. Slow Birth, right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so it's either Breached, I think, or Still. I'm going to act like they're going to go with the Freddy died before he was born routine and go with Still Birth. That is incorrect. Yeah. Shit. So sorry. The answer Ooh. is a breach birth. Which What does that even mean? I don't even know what it comes that out is. sideways? Yeah, I don't even <laughs> it's know. It's the what baby, that is. yeah. The baby really? comes out backwards or sideways or some shit, yeah. Oh, damn. All right. Christ. So, that was a, a more difficult round for sure. <laughs> and tallying up the points, Dave Z is at 160 and Alex is at 135. So, it's still anyone's game, guys. Still anyone's game. Starting off round five. Is this the final round? This is the final round. Okay, guys? So this is the final four questions right here. We're in the final four. Wow. Uh, All right. Yep. The questions questions are worth 25 points. I don't know about that. And uh, the double point earnings is 50 points. Okay? So it's still anybody's game. Dave Z, you're up first. And you get to choose your own category. Uh, Friday the 13th. Okay, Friday the 13th. How did I know you would go there? Here we go. (laughs) 
In Friday the 13th, Part 5, A New Beginning, what was one of the things written on the outhouse wall when Demon sat there? Holy shit. Oof. One of them? I don't know. Just give me a right to multiple choice because I don't know. Okay. Is it A, Jason Lives? B, Watch Your Back? C, Camp Blood? D, Fadden Was Here? Wow. This oh, is tough. Fuck. Wow. That is tough. Is I'm it... going to say, I don't know why, but Watch Your Back sticks out to me. So. Watch Your Back is... The incorrect answer. The correct fuck. answer is D. Fadden was here. What the fuck? I was going to say that. That's a Johnny Gore fucking thing if I ever heard one. Wow. <laughs> oh. And they actually, just inside, they gave, they got the Jason Lives one. They were trying to confuse you. That was on the the train in, in Jason Takes Manhattan. Yep. Well, thanks for giving me a future answer. Just in case that question comes to me. <laughs> well, that would be weird if they asked that. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> no, he wasn't. <laughs> All right, Alex. Yeah, right. This is exciting. You can take the yeah, lead here, it. buddy. So, and you Come get to back. choose <laughs> your own category. I think I know what you're going to pick. Friday the 13th. Here we go. All right. In Friday the 13th, part six, Jason Lives. Who played Jason on the first day of shooting? Are you fucking with me? Not making sure who's that guy. I couldn't who's even if you belly? gave me multiple. I'm fucked. You'll get I'll it. I'll say C.J. Graham. C.J. Graham, even though it's not right. That is incorrect. You'll you'll get this Shit. part. You okay. think? Oh yeah. Is Probably it, by default, right? Yes. Is it <laughs> A? Oh, yeah? <laughs> is it A. Kane Hodder? B. Oh, yes. B. C.J. Graham. C. <laughs> C. Don Bradley. Or I'm, I'm sorry, Dan Bradley. Or D, Ari Lehman. Wow. Thank you for that. Easy. <laughs> I actually knew it before you got to D. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. Oh, I, I do remember seeing the word Bradley somewhere, so. Yeah, baby. So Bradley's your answer? What's that, 50 points? That is, no. Oh, uh, yeah. That is correct. That's worth 25 points. It would have been 50. Correct, yeah. That yeah. would. So that I'm still is, down 10. There's no way I would have gotten that. So. Yes, the, I'm down the, ten going in. Okay, here we go. Uh, Dave is sitting at one sixty. You're right, and no, Alex, you're at what? Is it tied? No, I was down thirty five, right? You're you're one thirty five. Down thirty five. Then yeah. I got the question right. Yeah, so right. it's it's no, tied. No, it's tied one sixty. What? One thirty five plus twenty five my... is one sixty. Oh, because you got one wrong and I got one right. We still got two more. Yeah, okay. You got two more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it's tied. tied. It's tied yes. right now. One sixty. All right. Okay. <clears throat> oh wow. Okay. Shit, now, Alex, here we go. You oh, get to choose. So you get to choose the category for Dave Z's final question. What final question? It's yeah. It's your I final. Question. We have two more. Oh, two more questions. It's period. your final gotcha. question. Yep. Oof. Hey, well, you got to do what you got to do. Here Fuck. we go. Fuck this guy. This, or what? Is, this is the fun part. What would you do, Dave? <laughs> what would Dave do? <laughs> you give me a nightmare, right? <laughs> I can't tell the truth. You give me a nightmare. 
I don't know what I would do. It depends on how the spirit of the game and the way it's gone so far. It's hard to say. Basically, <laughs> I've been bouncing off you this whole time. Anytime you took a low blow, I gave one to you. And when you took the higher one, I took one to you. So you've right, somehow been in, in the driver's seat all all day. Yeah, right. Yeah. I'm gonna some. I'm I'm gonna get. I'm gonna do something really sportsmanlike, and it's it's very heartfelt because it's based on your trust. I will well, give. No, you, you don't Friday. have to worry about me. Okay, Remember, there's Friday still category five questions, which which have been very hard. So, right. Yeah, sure. right. So even if I give you Friday, you're gonna have to fucking know what's on the bathroom wall. Mm-hmm. So, I know, right? <laughs> this uh, is true. So if you give me Friday, I'll give you Friday. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you what. I'll make a deal right now, this Side moment, deal. that for the rest of this fucking tournament that we're doing, anytime we get to the final question, we give the other guy Friday. Okay. I'll do that. All right. You, give him Friday. Okay. Just because, okay. you know what? Who gives a fuck about Nightmare on Elm Street? Not you, not me, no. not Matt. Yeah, that's so, we know that we're not. It's not truly telling what we know because we don't know shit about that. True. Very yeah. true. Okay. So, Dave, your final question. Here we go. Potential of 50 points. In Friday the 13th, Part 3, what was Chris's nickname for her friends? What? Wow. The nicknames for her friends. I want to say it's like the fucking the Wild Bunch or something. Is it the Wild Bunch? <laughs> Dave, The rest is- of Brat Pack. That is beyond five seconds. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, give it to him if he's right. Was he I was right? getting ready to say, he is correct. Should I, should I give nice. him that? Yes. Oh, is... I don't know. No, no, you, you can't. <laughs> I'm giving it to you, Dave. <laughs> no, 50 you points. beyond five seconds. Yeah, but I gave you that one earlier. Out. You better give me more than five. I did. Yeah, I already but... did on one. Oh, that's true. He did owe me that one from that one time. I did give it to you on one. Remember? Yeah, with the will. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, I was just waiting for you to say, is it A, so-and-so? Is it B? I didn't get an eh, or I didn't get a fucking Because I a. thought... I... <laughs> yeah, it's your right? fault, man. So why was it more than five seconds? Was this T-ball rule? I'm giving you 50 points, okay? Calm down. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> Shit. You're getting 50 points. Gone. Okay, yeah, so now, <laughs> I'm assuming you want Alex to have a Friday question. Yes, of course. Okay. He knows I and need if it. if he doesn't get it right, then... All right, uh, here we go. <laughs> this one is right up his alley. Oh, thank you. What was the working title of Friday the 13th, Part 8, Jason Takes Manhattan? Five seconds. I knew this at one point. Eight seconds. Ten seconds. Okay, is it is it A Jason eight A T E? That's weird. No, <laughs> I know it, what it is. Is it B Jason takes a vacation? Is no. it C Jason in Times Square? No. Or is it D Ashes to Ashes? Fuck. See, I would have never remembered that. It's not fair, man. <laughs> hey, these questions are totally random. 25 points to Alex. But guys, you know what? I know what it is. Fuck. Come on, Alex. It is what it is. That's the answer. What? Ashes to ashes. Yeah, he knows what it is. It is the answer. Yeah. Yeah. 25 points. That's even. Fuck that. Make it 50. 
I was after five what seconds. What do you mean make, make it? it a game. This is a competition. Hey, <laughs> what are you guys doing? doing? God, I was after five seconds. Throw him a bone. That's fair. I, Let's go to overtime. Okay. Let's make we'll it do even. a corners report. Okay. We'll do a corners report. All right. Okay. Well, let's let's scrap the entire thing we just recorded. <laughs> I'm, I'm xing through that. It makes it doesn't matter. <laughs> Fuck you guys. And and let's In go to spirit a, of the crew. <clears throat> let's go to a corners report. Even though Dave is clearly the winner. All right. Uh, <laughs> I felt like a dick because of the because of the way it happened. I don't want to screw Alex over. Oh, yeah, he don't want to win like that. All right. Here we yeah, go. Let know? me find. Let me. I'm gonna hand pick this one though. Oh, no, listen, no. I, I, okay, all right, all right. I'm I like fucked. I like this one. <clears throat> who won our, our trivia for skeleton crew? Mike Merriman? <laughs> the guy who got them all wrong with two questions. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this one is good because it's from Friday the 13th, part six, Jason Lives. Okay. Oh, okay, we were all on a commentary for that. We all... Who was snapped back in half? <laughs> <laughs> Whoever says... The character's name first is the winner. No arguments, right? You guys got it? You ready? Yep. Descendant was found on the grounds of Camp Forest Green. His body bent and broken in half. Sheriff Garris. (laughs) (laughs) Alex pulls it out. Dave, you should have never agreed to this. Yeah, He pulled it out? Yeah, he said it before you. (laughs) He did? Yeah. It must have been a Skype fucking thing. Let, let's sucks. play the I, tape. Oh, I, I don't know. Don't no. Oh, that's okay. I'm not he said it right before you. I, just, I, I didn't hear him say it. That's okay, because I was probably yelling at the same time. That's okay. It wasn't Wait, the same time, dude. <laughs> that's, no, but I, I heard it at the same time because of the way the Skype goes. Ah, gotcha. It's been he, dragging he the whole time. One second ahead of you, which according oh. to your guys' rules makes Alex Edwards the winner. Here's your check for $10 million. Uh, banana laser banana lasers first horror trivia challenge you are the victor we'd like to thank dave for the uh, bonus opportunity and if the only thing i was not winning was the choice to pick a 70s movie that we're going over this two or three months uh, i would not accept <laughs> it but since it's just something like that i'll accept it. <laughs> there you go yeah <laughs> Don't touch that dial. There's more fun banana laser coming up after these messages from our sponsors. Dave Z. What's up? They've done it before on their own, but this one's too big to handle alone. You know, man, you come to town, I know there's gonna be trouble. Z, what's up? Edwards, Banana Laser, the big three, together for the first time. Three the hard way, three cities, three of us. They do it their way. Potassium explodes all over the place when the big three join forces to save the laser nation. What's happening? Why? When the three of them get through with you. What makes you think the 
three of them will survive the next 24 hours. Z. Wizard. Edwards. Together for the first time. Banana laser. This is Mr. Skin from MrSkin.com with all the skinfo from the latest movies. Not nude in theaters. Star Trek hottie Zoe Saldana stars with a talking raccoon in Guardians of the Galaxy. To get a glimpse of Zoe naked, beam up the 2011 thriller Columbiana, where one hour, nine minutes in, she slips left nip while wearing only panties. Forget Guardians of the Galaxy and let Zoe take you to the Milky Way. This is the Mr. Skin Minute. Nude on Blu-ray, Kate Upton makes a splash in The Other Woman. Technically, there's no nudity, but you won't care when you see Kate and her all-natural D. Cuptons bouncing along the beach in a bikini. That'll get you Upton, way Upton. Nude on Blu-ray, Twin Peaks, the entire mystery, combines the cult classic ABC TV series with its 1992 big screen spin-off, Twin Peaks, Fire Walk With Me. There, you'll see topless quadruple peaks from stars Cheryl Lee and Moira Kelly. So pick up Laura Palmer and consult with her sister, Rosie Palmer. MrSkin.com. Fast forwarding to the good parts. That's right, this starts our trip down the 70s horror movies, and this time it's 1970 with Dario Argento's first feature film, The Bird with the Crystal Plumage. If you guys don't know, we talk about him a lot, Dave and I really enjoy a lot of his work, and this is interesting that we're just now starting the 70s, and it starts with his first movie. It's kind of cool. This movie is a giallo, which, if you guys don't know, it's a, it's a very stylized movie. It's kind of like a film noir, whodunit, murder mystery kind of thing. And there's always some key elements that are kind of similar. Uh, POV stuff. Killers usually wear black gloves. You know, just interesting, weird aesthetics like that. We're going to talk non-spoilers at first. We'll let you guys know once we get into spoiler territory. This will all be time-stamped, so check that out. If you haven't seen this movie and don't want it spoiled, which we could spoil a lot of it since I I described it as a murder mystery. So if you don't want to know, you can still listen to our review, and then we'll let you know when there's spoilers ahead. What do you guys think about this overall, the style of it, the techniques that he used, and, and stuff like that? I'm really curious because... You know, for me, Argeno, I mean, all his stuff is great. I've never been disappointed. Dracula? You know, this is a different type of movie. I, I'm a big fan of these Giallo movies, and Argeno in particular, I think, it does them the best. I mean, Hitchcock had his style, and then after that was over with, you know, Argeno kind of mirrored him 
with with these movies, particularly these three. The, the his first three movies, they're they're known as the um, the unofficial animal trilogy, because there's the animal in the title and in the plot. And one is the bird with the crystal plumage, the cat of nine tails, and four flies on gray velvet. Those were his first three films. They were done this style, and the rest of his work. Um, Deep Red is kind of like that, and, and Tenebrae is also kind of like that, but they got more violent and gory as they went on, where these three played out, you know, for the most part, as straight, not that much on-screen violence. They're not for everybody. I know you like them. Obviously, I like them. I'm, I'm really curious as to what Alex thinks, because I don't think he's ever seen a, a movie like this, and from what I know about him. Like, that he's in, hasn't seen Giallo's. Of course, he's seen Hitchcock's, but um, Alex... You know, I'm curious to to know what you think. What are giallos? <laughs> uh, it's the name given. <laughs> They're these Italian whodunits. Yeah, it's They're... basically they originated <laughs> in Italy, and it's like a whodunit. It, the word literally means yellow, I think. Which I don't even it know why that ju- is yeah. in Italian. Oh, right. like his yellow jacket. Yeah, yeah there you go. Mm-hmm. Yep, the guy in the yellow jacket with the gun in the movie. Yep. Just oh yeah. <laughs> What's the question? They were based upon books. Giallo, the genre, uh, they were they were originally um, novels before they were movies, and those novels, I believe, came in yellow jackets, so to speak. So that's how that slang got started. That, that's one of the things. So weird. Paperback mystery wow. novels, basically. Oh, okay. and they, yeah, their trademark was like yellow covers. Oh, okay. So that's how it started, and it, tra- it spilled over from the books to the movies. Hmm. So yeah, that's what that's called. Cool. Cool. in the yellow jacket. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Uh, <laughs> Imagine so what do I think? Like every one of these movies. Bananas <laughs> <Right>? yellow jack. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Giallo Laser. <laughs> oh shit! So what yeah, you're asking? Sorry. What I think of the style? Yeah, I mean it's different, right? It's not your typical horror. I mean, obviously, it's yeah, it's a different genre. And I, I want to say this is the first movie you've seen like this. What do you think about the style of movie? Um, I've seen other whodunits, but right. I love it. I mean, it, it, it keeps nice. it keeps moving. Yeah, it's great. I mean, it keeps moving. I really, really liked the lead actor. He mm-hmm. he was a cool guy. I, I and It was never boring. It kept interest. It kept you wondering. And um, it just kept my attention. And that's all you need to do. And it was entertaining. I wasn't ever bored. I do have... A few questions at, at the end, but uh, you know, other, I'm, I'm sure they could be explained easily, and they sort of were by the uh, doctor, sort of. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I mean, this is uh, since we're doing non spoilers, I mean, if we're asking for recommends, yeah, I mean, uh, you could find this movie on the internet pretty easily. I think uh, just type in the name of the movie and then click videos, I think it's on Daily Motion. After you get past a certain amount of minutes, they start popping advertisements. Just refresh the page and just go back to where you were and keep watching, and you're good. There you go. For free. And if you guys haven't seen this, the plot of this movie, which we skipped over, is basically an American in Italy. He's a writer. He's there living with his girlfriend, working. He just sold his book. And he's walking home one night, and he he sees a murder or an attempted murder. And so from then on, it's an entire game between he basically becomes a a detective working for the police because he's kind of uh, obsessed (laughs) with finding the answers, with finding the killer and all this stuff. So it's kind of a it's a little cat and mouse with the killer kind of toying with him. 
and stuff like that. And it's like like Alex said, it's really interesting. It holds your interest the whole time. This guy, I, I actually wanted to be this guy because it seemed like he had all the <laughs> time in the fucking world. He got to bang a really hot chick. Uh, who's just seemingly waiting at home for him to come home the entire oh, movie. so hot. That, oh, everything yeah. about her is hot. Even that fact. I, you know what? All the women in this movie were gorgeous. Yes. Yeah. Gorgeous. Every yes. one of them. I was, I was amazed. Uh, there's some victims, you know, some of the murders. They're not like real characters. They just come in and get murdered, but they're fucking beautiful women. It's great. Yeah. Some Italian chicks, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And the, the only thing that I would say as a drawback to this movie because i i loved it i this is the second time i've seen it and i thought it was great but uh, and i don't usually have a problem with this it's the dubbing i don't ha- necessarily have a problem with it but it just makes you concentrate more if that makes any sense because you sometimes have to really focus to understand what they're saying because sometimes their lips don't match up which normally isn't a problem, but you, like I said, you just have to focus a little more. So, I don't know. It's like more work or something like that. I don't know. Do you guys have a problem with that kind of shit? Hmm. Well, I'm used um, to it. Every general movie does that. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm used to it. But in, in a movie like this where I feel like information is very important, uh, sometimes things are said, and I know they were said, and it slipped past me because I wasn't you know, just paying attention to the right moment, I guess. I uh, watch Godzilla vs. Monster Zero, so I'm used to it. No, uh, <laughs> no but uh, yeah, I mean, in the beginning it threw me off because it seemed like some people were speaking English and and their mouths matched, and then other times it just didn't, and I just couldn't really like get like zoned in there. Nah, ten minutes in, I just took it for mm-hmm. what it was, didn't yeah. really focus on their mouth too much, and it was good. That's usually how these movies work is you got some people speaking English, some people speaking Italian, and then afterwards mm-hmm. they just dub everything regardless right. of what it is. If you notice yeah. a lot of the sound effects and stuff, they're just like really crisp. That's because I don't think any <laughs> – I'm serious. I don't think any sound is recorded on set at all. I think it's all done in right. post. No, it's not. It is done. It's all done in post. And yeah. that's, I was that's thinking that when they're walking. Cinema. Yeah, it's really like yeah. – you know, so crisp, crisp. that there's no yeah. way it was a natural recording. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so that's... The directors like to yell, not necessarily yell, as in, you know, demeaning, <laughs> but they faster. like to shout. <laughs> <laughs> they direct in every sense of the word, where they're yelling stuff out at the actor, turn this way, do this, do that, and it, that's just uh, that's just the style of filming in Italy, and that's just the way it's always been. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's it's common. I mean... The spaghetti westerns are the same way. Um, yeah, uh, you know, Fellini movies. <laughs> <laughs> Fucker harder. Fucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, now blow your load. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you can't do it on command? Are you professional or not? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. How about uh, another thing that's prevalent in a lot of? These Italian movies, Giallo's, even Argento, is the soundtrack. This one was no oh, exception. Yeah. I th- I felt it was great. Um, it was very kind of jazzy at times, but in some key scenes, it worked great to just build the tension and just you know bring it to a frenzy and stuff like that. Did you guys feel that it it melded well with the film? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Man, man a few words <laughs> what are we yep. starting the show 
<laughs> hey man, it's it's typical. That is typical of our general. That's that's to me. That's what separates him from the other guys. Uh, is uh, you can always count on on the score as one one strong point. You know, the score is always good. The cinematography, the set pieces. You know, they're always they're always strong points in in all of his movies. Even though some are supernatural, some are giallos. He does different things. Those always seem to be, you know, the strong points of his movies. That and the strange characters. There's always a couple of strange characters. In Dude. Movies. Oh, this movie this is, is no, no exception. exception. <laughs> right. <laughs> Dude. Okay, yeah. So the – was the guy that he saw in jail, was he a – he was a pimp, right? But he had a – Yeah, so long. Yeah. So long. He had a so stutter, long. and so to stop the stutter, he would just say so long to himself. But when they first meet, he says so long, and he gets up and leaves. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she was one of my girls so long. And he gets up, where are you going? He said so long. He goes, no, that's just how I talk. It's the way I don't stutter. That was yeah, funny. That's great. Yeah, that he was always yeah, but does why that. Would you, why would you not want to stutter at the end of the sentence? Like, you want to start the sentence with so long. That way you could <laughs> you know, get into it. Like, why would you care if you stutter at the end? <laughs> it's a funny quirk. And I, right. I appreciate it. It's just it, funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Well, how about the other crazy character is the fucking, the artist that he visits later in the movie? Oh, oh that guy. <laughs> this uh, entire, Catman. yeah, this entire interaction was fucking comedy gold. And it's funny because it has these funny elements in it, but it doesn't like overpower the movie in any way. It all seems very natural, even though this guy is like a, a shut-in who basically raises cats to eat off of. Totally <laughs> ridiculous kind of premise, but it all works. Oh, it's great. Isn't that guy great? Yeah. Fucking, oh, he goes, great character. Why, do you want, yeah. why, why do you keep the cats in the cages? And he's like, well, why? So to, to make them fat. And he goes, well, why do you want the cats fat? And he goes, uh, why do you want the cats fat? And he goes, to, to eat them. He says, I eat them. Oh, it's great. Funny. And how Jesus about the museum Christ. guy? The guy at the antique yeah. store? He was all about fucking Sam. Oh, it's all been his fucking grill, man. Oh God, yeah. Uh-huh. Personal bubble here, buddy. Three feet. <laughs> Jesus, he's like nose to nose with him. The movies are serious in tone, of course they have to be, but he does add these quirky characters in them, and it's it's never a ha ha funny, but it's just enough. It's just a little, you know, mm-hmm. lighthearted fucking, just a little. Uh, I guess you could call it a tension breaker. Yeah, just you know? yeah, lightens the mood in between these moments of brutality. And uh, and stuff like that with the killer. Now, I kind of mentioned it earlier. One thing I like about it, I just love this about these movies, is when the villain, you, you don't see the villain, but you see his hands, and you he's he like opens up his knife kit, and is just laying out all these knives, and just kind of stroking his knives and stuff like that. I don't know why. It's something totally ridiculous. Maybe killers do this kind of shit. I just find the aesthetic just fascinating. Yeah, I agree. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah, it's a cool look. And the killer's like in a black hat and a black... I mean, it's like a comic book shit. It should should be ridiculous. Yeah, it's like... He looks like the picture of the guy in your neighborhood watch on that sign in the street. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. You're right. And the police... Uh, he's wearing a fucking uh, uh, tan trench coat like yeah. fucking McGruff the crime dog. Right. Or Columbo. Or, or, yeah. or Loomis. Yeah. Or fucking yeah. Loomis. Loomis, right. yeah. 
Like this oh, shit should be ridiculous, but it, I guess because it's from 1970 that it, it's we're forgiving and it all works. You know, like if they did this today, we'd probably really be laughing at. It. I don't know, but it all works <laughs> for the time it fit in, and that's before it became you know <laughs> a cliche as it is now. A joke, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. Oh man, but that's um, funny. yeah. So all right, guys. Well, that's our I guess non-spoiler talk. About bird with crystal plumage, <laughs> you know that's enough for you. I give it a, a four. I really like this movie. Everything about it, I think I talked about it. it was very entertaining. Kept me kind of on on the edge of my seat, figuratively. Uh, but I really enjoyed it. I think it's one of his better giallos. Um, so yeah, I give it a four. Really liked it. Yeah, I, 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 I also give it a four. Dave. Okay. Yeah. Well, no, it's all right. I give it. A, I give oh, wait, it a four wait, wait, as well. Four. Really? Yeah. 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 Well, I can't give it a five. I mean, I enjoy it a lot, but um, you know, it's yeah, it's a very oh, good movie. It's, movie. it's 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 his first movie. <laughs> it's a fucking four. What do you want out of me? Yeah, you gotta pick all fives. Come on. What else? Yeah, really. Am I gonna take a look at 1970? See what else we had to choose from. It Holy sucks. <laughs> right, oh, yeah? It does suck. Right. Oh yes. man, it was slim pickings. Yeah. I'm right. glad this was It was our general by default. Yeah. Totally. I mean, Wasn't Dracula versus Frankenstein in there? <laughs> Why didn't we do that? Yeah, God forbid. Oh, what, what are we in store for for we're fucking 1971? We're saving now? that for oh, Halloween. Oh boy. <laughs> but anyway, you know, it's 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 his directorial debut. Our general, he wrote he wrote the movie, he directed it, and everything was great about it. It's just, um, yeah, I give it a four. I can't really give it a five. Um, I guess more gore would have been taking it over the edge a little more, but. Four is nothing to sneeze at. That, that's what I give it. It's, it's a damn good movie. Uh, I, I really liked it. I thought it was um, high quality for a, a Galileo movie. It's uh, <laughs> really cool. And <laughs> for another fucking Galileo. Gillette. A Gillette but, uh, movie. Yeah, it's Warrington? one of those Gillettes. Yeah. They're smooth Gillette. <laughs> Sackhead in space. Uh. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, I would watch this again. But uh, yeah, I, I thought it was good quality. I would definitely like to introduce other people to it. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I thought it was a high quality flick that uh, maintained my interest, and I really enjoyed it. So I really liked it. So that's four. Yep. Four, four around, all around. Nice, hmm. awesome. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. Good. Yeah. So that's it. a that's a peel it back for Banana Laser, guys. If you haven't seen this then definitely check it out. From here on out, it is spoiler discussion. So if you haven't seen it, turn this off, check the timestamp. Alright, so spoilers. Um... Did you guys have it figured out who the killer was at all? No. No. How I mean, how cool was the the twist, I guess? I thought it was fucking awesome. I couldn't see it. I would never have guessed this in a million years. I don't know. Like to me in my mind, in like in honest first thought, it didn't gel exactly. It was it was cool to see the flashback and that she was holding the knife towards him. Mm-hmm. But it didn't gel because things just didn't make sense about it. Like, if the killer was the wife, then 
why didn't the husband have any reaction to this at all when he came back and and blah blah and he didn't say anything about this and so but they did say later on he's his last attempt to cover up so i guess he's even though she's killing him she's going to cover up for the, and that, that that she's he's going to cover for her and then we're to believe that this was not an isolated incident. She just wasn't having a, a domestic dispute with her husband. Now, not only did she happen to want to kill her husband, but she's also going to kill a bunch of random women. How does that have any sense to do with the fact that she's trying to kill her husband? Like, it, It's almost like they built off of let's do this twist and let's build that she's also a serial killer who just happened to also want to kill her husband in the beginning, which makes no sense. And the way the husband jumped off the stairs and looked around and ran away and, and things like that, hit, hit, that doesn't match a guy whose wife flipped out on him. Like, I just don't mm, understand. Yeah, I guess that makes sense, yeah. No, no, or, I got it all. I can explain this whole or thing. Even yeah, why would he run away? Yeah. And why not punch her out? Why stab her in the stomach? Just punch her out or something. Like, if it's really your wife, if you love her that much that you're not willing to turn her in, or do anything about this fact that she's doing this, why not just punch her out? Once you, gave, Ooh, when, once you grab the knife, just hit her in the head with the knife. I have like a the, theory. The he, wanted, he wanted to help her, but he realized he couldn't. So maybe he was trying to kill her? No. And, and make it look like the <laughs> that she was one of the victims as opposed to... I, this just popped in my head. I don't know. He was just trying to stop her. That's all he was trying to do. And fucking Sam saw this, and he knew that fucking Sam saw it, so he booked. That's all. Period, point blank. He yeah, fucking but... saw what happened. He took off. Why is that such a... Why can't you wrap your head around that? Well, why... Okay, I guess why would you? If you were the one being attacked... Right. Why know... would you hide? Oh, because he's... Tr- because he's protecting his Trying wife. to protect her. Yeah, he's trying to protect That's her. That's what okay. the whole thing is that about. Makes sense. He, I believe he that fought he that through just... that quickly? That's ridiculous. He, no, he'd been doing it the whole time. No, 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 no. Yeah, there was, was three murders. Yeah, there was three murders prior to that Before one. this. When he oh, okay. saw that, that would have been the fourth, because that's what the, the major story was. Oh, and remember, they started researching it, and they were in bed. Right. They go, the first murder was um, the girl right. at the museum, which makes sense, because she saw the picture uh, of the thing at the museum, and that's what flipped her. Okay, and can the we talk about one, that? So, it's revealed at the end that this picture set triggered her psychosis now the painter who painted it tells the story of of why he painted it uh because it happened in real life was she the woman literally in the painting that that happened to years ago like 10 years prior yes okay it was exactly who it was monica yeah and the guy even said he goes she just escaped it luckily no harm came to her you know she recovered the other guy the guy that made the the, the guy that assaulted her is now in, in, in the asylum, and she escaped it. So now she saw the picture that day when she years. went. Right. Yeah, she was fine. And then when she went to the museum that, or to the antique store or, and bought that that painting, and she saw it there, it, it depicted her killer and her, and that's when it triggered her off. And that's when she immediately she killed the the fucking girl that sold it to her with that that same evening. Mm-hmm. So it. It snapped her right then and there, and she dressed the same way as fucking the killer did in the picture. It must have been the way the killer dressed when he killed her. And then so on and so forth. Well, and then the husband was trying sense, to... Though. Yeah, has there ever been a story where the victim became the killer kind of like that? No, it still doesn't make, make sense because because why the fuck would the husband be dressed like the killer in the beginning of the that movie? That is true. Yeah, I didn't get that at all. 
What do you mean the so beginning if, of the movie? If she's dressing up like the guy with the fucking black hat and trench coat, they why is are. the husband dressed like that? They both are. That's just the garb they wear when they kill. Because fucking, he obviously wears it. And because she's wearing it. So when he's doing, when he's going out, he's basically covering up what she's doing. So he's dressed up the same way. What? So wait, she flipped out looking at a picture. She starts killing people. Her husband goes, honey, what are you doing? You can't do that. Oh shit, I better cover for you. I'm going to dress up in this and kill some people. So this is almost as crazy as the Texas Chainsaw thing where they become cannibals. <laughs> so so he's going to go kill people to divert. A, uh, what the fuck? To confuse the cops in case they find evidence? Are you are you fucking well, with me? That's no the one's saying it's No one's saying it's normal. That's just what the guy did because he didn't want his wife to go away. And then at the end so when he, he got people. caught, keep, it, keep this in mind. At the end of the movie when he gets caught, the first thing he says when he falls from that fucking thing and he, you know, he bounces off the ground, those couple stories right. and dies. All he says is, all he does is implicate himself. He goes, it was all me. He goes, oh, my wife tried to stop me. It was all me. I love my wife. Please take care of my wife. He was very adamant about saying it was all me and please take care of my life. She's my wife. She's innocent in all this. So basically he was just extremely pussy whipped and fucking <laughs> she did the murder. I mean, she was hot. Yeah. Well, yeah, she was hot. Probably the hottest Can't female killer ever. Yeah, but anyway, that's what he was doing. He was trying to draw attention away from her and fucking and commit the murders maybe so she wouldn't. Because remember, there was times when they were fighting. In the beginning, what? they were fighting. Remember, they were fighting in the beginning in the museum, and then they were fighting at the end when they found the bird with the crystal plumage and it took them to their apartment. They oh, were yeah. fighting again. So both times there was a confrontation between the two. That's just a regular life. relationship, though. <laughs> I just just stolen the fact that fucking it's a, a couple of them are murdering people. And, yeah, uh, I don't know, Matt. What do you think? Dave's gonna defend it because he he obviously likes Argeno. I want to mm-hmm. hear from like a more neutral point. What do you think of the the the, the husband just killing people merely because his wife is suddenly because of a painting? So I don't know. Did he actually kill anyone? My theory is that he knew sure she he was. Did. She was killing people, and then she did it sloppily, and then he went behind it and and cleaned it up. That's really how I take it. You know it. what? That's possible, because the only reason they were able to deduct that it was um, a person that smoked cigars and that was left-handed was because of that first scene, because the glove was left. And the mm-hmm. first scene was what looked like a killer attacking Monica, the girl. OJ. So they deducted <laughs> Look, it don't fit. Uh, if the glove doesn't fit, you must have quit. <laughs> so they did. There you go. That's where I got the idea from. But maybe the guy didn't do any of the killing. Maybe that. Maybe Matt's right. He was just doing the cleanup and whatnot to try to cover things up. Because the only time we, if you remember, the opening murder attempt would look like a murder attempt. Look like the guy attacking the girl. Correct. So we followed her around with a mop and bleach? Get the fuck out of here, dude. I don't know, man. I'm not buying this shit. I don't know. He didn't know. do that seems... at all. You're jumping to conclusions. <laughs> the one thing Matt's I... not saying that. Yeah. Man, one, thing that he, one thing that he did do was he was the one who called the writer, Sam, the lead character. Right. He's the one. Yeah, so they both made phone calls. She called the police because she's insane and was taunting him. And he called right. the fucking 
uh, writer, so he did have a hand in it somewhat, I guess. Yeah, he called him to say, leave it the fuck alone. Right. He called the writer to say, hey, stop doing what you're doing or your wife's going to die or your girlfriend's going to die next. Basically, when he made that, he was just trying to fucking stop suspicion and, tr- and, and stop being chased. So basically, they were just trying to take out Sam. That, I think that's what the husband's job was. He just wanted Sam. to take Sam. Yes. Leave it the because fuck he was alone. on the case. Go back to America. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how about this? The who, who the fuck was the guy in the yellow jacket? I don't. I didn't get any of that shit. Who was he? I didn't understand that. He was just hired. That was by, Peter uh... Weller. Oh, <laughs> your move, creep. Yeah. <laughs> he was just know. a hired I don't hand. Know. Oh, okay. He was he a was hired nobody. hand. So, like, the husband yes. hired him to. Yes. Well, then. Basically, why not? Well, then, okay. Because then, then he killed him. Then he disposed of him. Remember? Oh, yeah. Remember that guy? He ended oh, up being yeah. dead. When yeah. that guy followed him to his place, he saw that he was dead there. So what else could it be? By the way, did you see that thing, the number of the house, how it said 39 when he went to that place and so long told him to go to that place? No, it's not so long. The other guy that so long got, and he was a funny character too. Oh, Remember yeah. when he's at the apartment, he's like, when am I going to hear from you? He goes, $100,000. And he gives him the money. He's like, when am I going to hear from you again? He's like never, never. And then he goes, oh, maybe tomorrow morning. He says, and then, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then, then he gives him the information. Then he goes to that house. Did you, did you see that the number of the house was thirty nine? It was in big black letters. Nope. Anyway, it's irrelevant unless there's a reason for it. That's why I said it's, it's a fucking. It's Argeno, which he does throughout his career. He, it's a nod to to Hitchcock, the thirty nine steps. So. Thirty nine. Thirty nine. Thirty nine. Mansion. 39. 39. <laughs> so, yeah. How so, is that a Hitchcock reference? I'm sorry. Can I? The I'm 39 so, Steps is a Hitchcock Don't movie. get Oh, it's a, okay. It's a movie. Gotcha. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I just. I didn't know sorry. it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I well, he did also. He, a... Yeah, he also uh, paid tribute to Hitchcock at the end of the movie with the the doctor exposition. <laughs> yeah. That ex- explains everything. Mm-hmm. Certainly. For the moment, we can only make conjectures. Ten years ago, Monica Ranieri, who had already evident paranoid tendencies, was brutally attacked and suffered um, severe trauma. Nevertheless, she recovered sufficiently to return to a normal life. Her mental disturbance remained dormant for ten years, until the day she came across a painting which depicted the horrible scene of which she had been the protagonist. The latent madness came to life, violent and irresistible. Strangely, she did not identify herself with the victim, but with her attacker. In order to explain the behavior of her husband, who attempted murder on various occasions to protect his wife, we must assume that he suffered from an induced psychosis. He was influenced by his paranoid wife to the point of becoming homicidally psychotic himself. Yeah, I kind of like that. that. Hey, I really like that in this movie. Because they didn't really explain anything, and then at the end, he just lays it all out, and it's literally the last 30 seconds of the movie, and it's kind of like a shocker. I thought it was really great. Yes, I liked it in Psycho, too, and I've heard people complain about it. I've always That's one of my favorite parts of Psycho, is that explanation at the end. And, because it's um, lazy story writing and stuff like that, kind of, when a character just has to explain everything, but I don't know. I liked it. Just, just in case you missed it, just in case you needed right. a little bit more... Then it, 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 they do it in black and white so everybody can, you know, can understand what what they've just witnessed. Mm-hmm. You know, 
And that's part for the course in Jalos. They do that a lot. That's like a common thing. You'll see that in a few other general movies if you watch them. So it's just what they do. I think Hitchcock kind of uh, something. I don't know if I'm giving him all the credit, but he, he may have been the guy that started doing things that way and that continued on with our general. And but Alex, does that make sense, or you still doubt the, um, the twist? No, I'm glad you said all this because now I can watch it again and and feel better about everything. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm a sarcastic prick. No, seriously. Uh, uh, you know that's that's uh, I'm great. That's what we're here for. We're here to watch things, and and express uh, verbally what we took from it, and then people who uh, watched it a lot more well thought out could walk through it better and explain it better. And now I understand. So yeah, now I, I think the movie is a lot better now. I might go four point five. Really? Well, it's funny. That's funny to hear because Matt kind of opened my eyes to that. I, I I always thought that it was kind of a, a tandem of, of the two of them doing the killing and, and, and never really gave it much thought. And then when you pointed out, I was like, wait a minute. But then when Matt came in and said, hold on, um, explain it the other way, I think that makes, makes much more sense that the killer never actually – it was always the girl. The only yeah. time it was him was when it was the, the um, what they perceived to be an attack on, on the real killer. Mm-hmm. And they just yeah. they roll with it from there, and because you know they they give you all these hints. But the guy th- when when Sam meets him, he throws him the cig- the cigarettes, and he grabs him with the left hand. Oh, that and then you great. see that he's yeah. yeah. Then you see that he smokes cigars, and he has expensive tastes. And these are all the things that the that the guys that were profiling him were saying. Then at the end, which you think may be the end, at first he admits to it all. That would have been really generic, and a, that would have been like the end of a fucking an episode of fucking I, I don't even know, like a, an hour long crime drama murder Party she boys. wrote. Some shit. Hardy a lifetime been, movie. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been so generic. Mother and, uh, may sleep with danger. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't that. They want our general goes a step further with the fucking the twist and everything else that happens and and the fact that this guy, Sam, only because he was writing a book because he was struggling, he does he he was writing a book about these fucking exotic birds and got with that one guy that he became friends with. Basically he was writing about these, you know, these birds, rare birds, the preservation of them, because he became friends with that guy. So basically later on, then the guy explained to him when he heard, what's that clicking noise? He was an expert. And now we know why, because they, it's really quick in the beginning. If you blink, you may have missed it. But that's what Sam was doing. He was a struggling author. And then he had settled to write this book about, about birds and he didn't know anything about birds, but this other guy did, and they, they, they teamed up to write the book. Oh, okay. I so, didn't get that at all. How, how, yeah, funny, how funny was yeah. his friend, though, who knew about the birds? Because, one, he was, kind of, yeah. he was kind of a red herring because you see him smoking, and I kept thinking, oh, man, he, you know, he's smoking a cigar. This could be the killer, blah, blah, blah. But also, <laughs> you know, he's, he's always boozing up in, in their apartment. And there's one scene that I just felt weird. In that he's in there, and then Sam starts just heavily making out with his girl. Like, they're gonna <laughs> fuck. Like it's oh, it's nice. going, and he's and he's just doing it while his friend's still there. And his friend's not like almost leaving or anything like that. They just start kind of you know humping with their clothes on, and he's still there. And finally, he's like, "Well, I guess I'll leave now." <laughs> like, what the fuck? I mean, it I was guess like it, teenagers, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, it was so weird. It was some teens would do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was, it was funny. 
How about that shit at the end when fucking he's trying to break in? That's scary. When the girl's by herself, his Crazy. girlfriend, Julia. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, and he's carving into the door with a, that knife, and then he whispers, you're not going to leave this place alone, alive tonight. That's fucking scary, and he's digging in there, and all that drama, the lights get shut off, and, and everything. Oh, man. How about the next... Good suspense. When she's trying to escape out the window with the candlestick, trying to mm-hmm. bash back, and then... When it's all over, and then the next morning is that shot of her in the bed, and then still the candlestick in the window. For some yeah. reason, I love that because it's like, yeah, the 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 what happened last night is still there in the room. But what's weird yeah. about it is that they're so like nonchalant. They're laughing and joking about it and stuff, and like, oh, weird. Uh, the phone has been uh, temporarily. Uh, <laughs> like you were just <laughs> like, almost murdered, honey. Well, it's and this daylight. was less than 24 nothing, hours ago. Nothing bad is going to, you know, now that the sun's up, it's all fine. So it's okay. So wait, wait. She was upset that her husband was attacked and almost hit with a fucking whatever meat cleaver. <laughs> and she was like, my husband fought. What the fuck? But meanwhile, she was almost killed and she's all cool about it within less. That's kind of weird, yeah. In eight that's hours? You've got to be fucking with me. That's because they're about to bolt. They're about to get on the plane and they survived that last thing. And now they're about to get the fuck out of Italy. So I think that they're, you know. Yeah, that's true. They're a little bit more relaxed now. Nah, they're getting an the fuck out. Yeah, he does. Fucking asshole. But then, Sorry, how, but... how about it when Sam <gasps> Sam it dawns on him? You know, he's like, "Oh, there's another clue I could track down," and he just he's like, "I'll be I'll be back I'll I'll be back uh, in eight hours. Just, oh, yeah. just wait yep. here. I know you were almost <laughs> murdered, but just wait here. You know, it's fucking funny. <laughs> oh, I loved it. It's like that's that's a real asshole move there, Sam." That was funny. That was before she was almost murdered. It oh, happened was it? because he oh, left. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, they were getting ready to go on the plane, and she wanted to fuck him because she was like saying, "Hey," she goes, "We only have a few more hours left in this place." She was saying, "Let's let, you know, let's bang in this joint one more time." And he was about to, and he's about to get it out with her. And he's like, "Wait a minute, the pitcher, the artist." Da-da-da. He goes, "I gotta get the fuck out." How, how much time do we have? Eight hours? Okay, I'll see oh, you. Oh yeah, six. that's right. And he bolted, and she threw that shit at him. And he kind of laughed it off, and then the shit went down. Yeah, that's right. No one else I, was I couldn't good? wait fifteen minutes. No, he, <laughs> right. he was obsessed. He got fucking He was obsessed very obsessed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just like fucking Tommy Jarvis wants to fuck Jason and not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about that scene when he's being chased in the fucking by 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 the guy in the yellow jacket? I like that a lot. And they end up in that fucking junkyard. It seemed like a, a Bond movie at that point, <laughs> didn't it? It was like a James Bond flick. Was, I mean, yeah, it was cool. I, was... I really liked it, you know. But yeah, it, it's because. It was strange because this whole time we're like, well, who's the killer? Then all of a sudden this guy who we clearly right. see is following them with a gun, which is right. unlike the killer. So that's why I had no idea what the fuck was going on. But <laughs> You know who I thought it was? When I saw that guy the first time I watched the movie, Peter I Rowan. thought that guy in the yellow jacket was fucking the, the museum owner, the husband. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It kind of looked like him. That, that, that That's what I thought. I get confused sometimes with you know appearances, but... I was like, "What the fuck? They're, they're you know they're showing already who the fucking killer is. That's weird." But I have to mention one more thing, and that's the first victim who gets her uh, the killer t- rips the panties off or whatever. Yeah, oh, that was hot. How hot was that entire scene? <laughs> Great. I mean, first of all, the chick is phenomenal, and then she puts on the the thing that's see through, and it's like, "Oh my god!" And then that that scene happens. It's like I'm supposed to be scared but i'm turned on you know it's kind of, uh, yeah yeah was, yeah that was good that was a good scene yeah that how about personally. this speaking of chicks man would 
you know, this guy got the option. They held his passport. They wouldn't let him go. He was like hostage there. So we figured this out. Yeah, meanwhile, how many times can you say, okay, a guy was on the top of the stairs. You know, in any real world, they would just let him go. But, you know, unless they su- uh, suspected him of being the killer. Now, here's the thing, though. He got the choice. Now, would you go back to America or die solving the crime? And not only that, would you go back once your hot chick was threatened and she could be killed? Would you go back and just say, fuck this. I'm not ruining my life over a random murder. R- murders happen all the time. I'm not going to have my chick, who looks that good, killed over this. No, not, well, that, not since she got attacked, I wouldn't. But Well, after she got no, attacked, before that. yeah. No, before, that's call. what his plans were. That's what the plans were. After he got the phone call and she said that, that's when he said, I'm fucking that. He goes, he goes I know I said it before. Uh, I'm leaving the day after tomorrow. He goes, this time I really mean it. Now, now you're including you know, my girlfriend in this. I, I got to get the fuck out. That's why they were leaving. They, that once again takes it's back to that scene. They were eight hours away from leaving. They were just gonna right. make love, do their fucking thing, wake up, pack, fly out, and then he was like, you know, he snapped and said, "Oh, wait a minute," you know. <laughs> but he did intend to get the fuck out as soon as they right. included her in it. You know, mm-hmm. he did mean to bail. So it just keeps taking. You know, so it's always the day after tomorrow. It's just too long. He can't help it. He's just fucking. You know, he, he's too pulled into it. He really wants to know what's going on. No one I think is cool. How about that scene with that guy Carlo? Fucking at the end, went for one second. You you think he's actually the killer? That's when he's I, sitting there. Exactly. Right? That's why I was yeah. thinking. Yeah, he's a great so well red done. herring in there. Yep. Because mm-hmm. he's sitting there with the knife in his hand. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. At the yeah, very he has end. Red hair. <laughs> <laughs> he's a red hair ring. But I'm bumped. How about the scene when when he's holding the guy by the window? And he, he, he says, I can't hold him. And he lets him go, and he falls out of the window. And the guy goes, I feel sorry for him, old chap. And it's like, old why the devil, fuck would you yeah. feel sorry for this guy? He's a killer. I know, right? right? It's almost like he knew. It would have it would have made sense if he said that after he found out all, all, all the business that he found. But, right. yeah, it is what he said. Yeah. <laughs> why would you feel sorry for a guy who killed eight women? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I guess he saw something in his eyes when he was holding him. He goes, please. I don't want to die. <laughs> the reflection of the fucking eight chicks who just. Yeah, he should have said something. He should have said, like, see you at the party, Victor, or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> a feeling, yes. A feeling I can I don't know. No. Oh, no. Oh, no. All right, Banana Brains, that's the episode. Hope you enjoyed our trivia bit that uh, these guys, you know, were just too... weren't competitive enough, goddammit. Or maybe I fucked it all up. I don't know. But I hope you enjoyed <laughs> Hope you enjoyed that. Our talk about Bird with Crystal Plumage. And since Alex won, you know, quote-unquote won, <laughs> the trivia contest, he, he's going to get to choose... The next installment of our rolling through the seventies. So, Alex, you got any any good ones in mind for nineteen seventy one? I have a couple, but I would just like to say first that I understand. I think Dave won. I think his win <laughs> was a little shady there, but we did have the discrepancy with my will answer. So, I guess we have to let that go. So, his generous 
nature is allowing me to pick the next movie we review for the walk through the 70s. And uh, let's see, should I give Dave a gift with the Cat O'Nine Tales? Should I? Yes. Oh, man. Yeah, more Argeno. <laughs> I can't get enough. Argeno. You're like fucking Tommy Jarvis with Jason, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Reference two. Hey, when he or, lets you uh, down, you tell me. <laughs> well... <laughs> <laughs> as long I stop at what 1984 is when I stop with Argeno. No, somewhere around there. I can't. can't <laughs> oh, did he lose it? Well, Dave will disagree. But not any worse than anybody else did. Uh, look at it this way. That's the guy started but... in 1970. He still made a semi-decent movie in 2013 compared to the other wow. fucking guys. Forget about it. Not even close. Yeah, so. it's debatable. I mean, yeah, after 20 years, you know, in the 90s. It, the work is different, you know, it, for good or for worse or whatever. It's just not the same. So, yeah, there you go. Hmm. Trauma's good. Anyway, well, sorry. I know Matt's big into Friday the 13th and things like that. And so maybe we could hook him up with Twitch of the Death Nerve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mario Bava. I am a fan of that. Or I could be a greedy prick and do my Lon Chaney Jr.'s last movie ever. In 1971, which is Dracula versus Frankenstein, which I oddly enough referenced on this show. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Wow. Dracula versus. Have you seen that, Dave? I have not seen that. I, I never seen anything with Dracula or Frankenstein that was like after like the 40s or, or some shit. Well, yeah, how about this, guys? Let's leave a cliffhanger. Why tell everybody what we're doing? Why let them prepare? How about. We we flip a uh, a banana peel, okay, or some shit. <laughs> right. And if it if it lands on the open end, it's something. If it lands on the skin, the yellow skin, it's something else. So how about we we'll do that behind the scenes after we wrap this up and see where our fates lead. There you go, guys. You're, you're not yeah. going to find out. You know, wait two weeks. Sorry, sorry. You only have a day to watch that movie. God damn it. I hate you fucking guys putting out all this free these free shows. God damn it. I hate you. Said Scott Montgomery. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah. So stay tuned for that, guys. Uh, What movie will it be? Who knows? Only we do, motherfuckers. So, yeah. Uh, Thanks for listening. Be sure to review and rate us wherever you guys can. Tell your friends about us. We're not just banana boners, you know. We try to do quality uh, horror talk for you guys. So. Oh yeah, right. Somebody <laughs> said that we didn't do all horror. What a fucking what a pisser that was. Another mm-hmm. M and huh? guy. Yeah, I couldn't believe it because they were hearing about the the shows we did about father and about the other thing. Yeah. You know, a couple other things when we talk shit. And I said something to him about um, you know, the listeners kind of like that. We we get together, we have fun with it. He's like, oh great. So guys, I don't even. What kind of horror podcast is this? He said. He goes, the an entertaining one, not one. Right. Yeah. I mean, we got it. We have other things in our lives. We're going to talk about other things. Sorry. You know, that's just who we are. But even though we're called Banana Laser, which is a ridiculous title for a horror podcast, I get it. But we're still a horror podcast. There you go. Damn straight. How about yeah. this? How about let's talk about our new banner we got going? Hey, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that, right. Yeah, that Fucking is pretty badass. awesome. Yeah, that was actually a collaboration between a bunch of people. One of who is uh, a laser himself, Cosmic Creepers. Yeah, he did a little work on that. Mm -hmm. There was a guy I know who's an artist, and he designs tattoos. 
So, you know, I was talking about our shows and stuff like that to him. You know, just we were just talking about what we do in our free time and stuff like that. I said, yeah, I do like, uh, you know, the horror podcast thing and stuff. And I'm on a new show now. And I said, uh, you know, it would be cool that now that we have a new phase of the show to have like a new banner sort or logo depicting that. He just offered his services and said, oh, yeah, well, what should I do, blah, blah. I said, I don't know, man. Just do three bananas and one of them is a skeleton and the other one is a is a guy who sounds like Joe Pesci and uh, the other one's an indecisive uh, flip-flopper. <laughs> and I said, so, so I don't know, whatever. So he came up with this like crazy thing. It looks like, I think it looks like uh, Call of Duty 6 uh, banana style. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Dave's got a fucking uh, gas mask bong on yeah. one of those things. And, uh, yeah, I can yeah. dig it. I look like Jordy from, uh, uh, what's that? Uh, Star Trek Next Generation with the eye thing. <laughs> oh, with the, the no, fucking that right. with the visor. Yeah, with the visor. Yeah. You know, speaking of Jordy, and you said tattoo. Maybe this is the tattoo that I yes. paid for him to get. Hello, mm. calling you out, yes. sir. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, you good call. That? Well, that's yeah. something you can wear with pride. Fuck. Yeah, Jordy, I'm paying for it. <laughs> this is it. Come on, buddy. A tattoo artist designed it. How perfect is that? Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wouldn't fit on his toe; it's too big. But no, he's yeah, gonna yeah. have to put it on his dick, maybe. Or uh... right, <laughs> banana balls. <laughs> I don't think he can stay hard for that long. I'm thinking tramp stamp, you know, for this. And, <laughs> you know, it's all it's all about location. You know, nice. Imagine that a fucking tramp stamp and it's bananas of all things in that hey. spot. Oh boy. Only a select few get to see it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll say. Yeah, who's, who's looking back there on his lower yeah. back? <laughs> he yeah. should get like uh, a tattoo of a butt on his butt uh, of a butt uh, on his butt <laughs> of a of a butt. <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be right. <laughs> God damn it, boys! You hear me in there? I want a large coffee, large fry, pie. apple pie. You you got that, boys? Uh, uh, yeah. What? Yeah. yeah uh, pull around. Large fry. Large fry. Uh, pull up to the. Hello. Pull up to the, the window. Oh. Some of the right. bitches whacking off in my camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, he ordered a fried mouse, and he's gonna come back later. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it wouldn't be a banana laser without some Beavis and Butthead references, so there you go. Quota filled, and on that note, we'll see you, you guys next time. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> see you, lasers. That's going in the blooper reel.